The following is a Pod Beard production. Father, what is this? I do not know. My blood moon is rising once again. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. All right, so here we are. Here we are. Episode 30. Yes, and there's like not even any skits or anything today. We're just we're just like jumping into it because <laughs> we we were sitting here. You know, we're, we're having a couple brewskis in celebration of uh, episode 30 here. And we're like, you know, like, what, what do we do for a skit? You know, they're always fun to do. But this is such a different episode for us in the sense of usually when we do these episodes, we talk about very specific things. And, and then very non-specific yes. things. And then, you know, we go off on tangents about our cars and and things of that nature when we should be talking about and other sex things. Dreams. And, yes, and things of that nature. Um, to the point where it angers people because they want to hear about us talking about gaming, but screw those people because we do whatever the hell we want and whatever we feel like. Because games aren't funny. Games are serious. Yes. But that's why we're being serious right now. Yes. Because this podcast does mean a lot to us. And when it first started off, I didn't realize how important it was going to be to me to be a podcaster. And I didn't think it would ever go this far, but it it has really expanded my horizons of what I can do and what I'm capable of, and I am very grateful for all the opportunities that I've had to come on here and on a weekly basis basically bring all this entertainment with Mr. Hotter here and create so many great different uh, moments of just excitement and exhilaration and what was the third? Existential crises <laughs> with with these um, <laughs> these podcasts. And as much as I go off on my tangents and we, you know, we have fun and we goof around, that's just who we really are as people. And that's what we do on this podcast. So We, we aim to entertain and, and we hope that you guys have been entertained and we hope that we can continue to do so. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today and for tuning in for the last 30 episodes. Here's to... A crap load more. Cheers real quick. Kaz, my buddy. Mm, Yep, 70 more. 70 more. 70 more episodes, man. Oh, (laughs) jeez, Rick. I I guess we might as well, uh, for the sake of argument, uh, I'm hotter. And the following is a Podbeard production. And he's Kaz. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I want to do the the Podbeard production so we can, Brandon can insert it properly. (laughs) Because I know Uh, he's just going to put it at the beginning now and it's just going to ruin the whole thing. Way to go, Brandon. You ruined it. God damn it, Brandon. And now, a sexy correction with your producer. Ruin the podcast? You think anybody wants to hear your voices unprocessed? I didn't think so. You're welcome. Uh, so we hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in to the 30th episode of Two Guys in a Game. Uh, excuse me. I was just going to say. Two Guys in a Game. I set the mood too serious for him yeah, today. I haven't getting it. I'm not getting him all riled up with all my <laughs> bullshit today. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny, bro, because I literally just had a great chat with uh, Matt from Creeper Sleep, who also used to be on Fork Found Movie Reviews, a podcast that I have stolen a lot of shit from. And I was telling him on the podcast, I'm like, bro. If I steal any more shit for two guys in a game from Fork Found, I'm gonna have to write you a check. Like it's it's just like I shouldn't say steal, but like just little things. You're stealing you stuff know? from them. No, I shouldn't All say my stealing. stuff's original. Every one of my ideas is is original. Every single one, especially the voices. You pass the test. <laughs> 
but it's just funny. Like we got, we all serious there and I love that. And I love the fact that this is definitely going to be a little, probably a little more of a serious episode or could completely not. Be. It's probably not idea. going probably to be. Not I mean, I'm really just, you know, just basically depends on how I feel like answering a question. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, I, I hope that you at least are somewhat serious because we, so what we're doing here today, if you guys read the title of this episode and everything, we do have a, a very cool episode in the sense of we are going to be doing a Q and a, which stands for Quatloos and Andros. Yes, Quatloos and Andros. Or and Andras. No, well, yeah, I guess. Andros, Andrews, Quentin. I don't fucking know. Andrews. Anyway. That'd be a cool name for a Pokemon. An angry kangaroo that punches everything. Angaroo. Angaroo. Go, Trademark. Angaroo. Trademark. Uh, Funtendo. Funtendo. <laughs> um, yeah, so what we did is we put up some posts over the last, we'll say, few weeks. Um, asking people for questions. And what we have is a bunch of questions here from fellow podcasters, fans of the show, fans of ours in real life. And fellow podcasters. Yes. So it's a great group of questions. Um, So what we're going to do is literally just, I will ask Kaz the question. We will both answer it or answer it together. Whatever is the, whichever person comes up with the better answer wins wins a point. The 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 most points at the end Gets to go home with the podcast trophy called a hottie, which is H uh, O D D I E, which is basically a statue of TJ sitting in a, on a stool podcasting. Yes, which is literally what I'm doing currently. <laughs> it is modeled after his current uh, model current right now, his current yes. stature. So yes, so yes, <clears throat> but uh, it wouldn't be two guys in a game, even though we're kind of serious and we're kind of doing a, a little bit of a different approach here on today's episode, at least right now, um, which I think is appropriate for episode 30. You know, I really do. What, I being serious? Being somewhat serious. And he just threw a ball of cap You at can me, hear so. that. <laughs> that was great. You heard it and everything. And he didn't hit me in the eye or anything, so we're good. Um, <laughs> he said we're being serious, so I had to well, change Well, it I mean, as serious as the, us two idiots can be, you know, it's, I, I had, it's funny. I don't know if I told you, I had someone ask me the other day. Um, is like, so, a girl? And you're like, yeah, cool. Can you hook me up with her number? And that's why all these weird men have been hitting me up. Every time someone calls you, it just says, I play Fallout. And that's it. <sighs> that's all he says. But <laughs> <laughs> um, funny, someone said to me the other day, they're like, hey, um, like, why do you podcast? And I'm like, dumb question. fun. And they're like, but like, why do you do it? And I'm like, Be- because it's fun. It just seems like a lot of work. And I'm like... All sure, work and no yeah. play makes TJ a dull boy. Or just not not podcasting makes TJ a really dull, angry boy that hates the world. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was just funny. Like when I was ta- thinking about two guys in a game and how far we've come and all that kind of fun stuff. And it's just really cool considering how the show has grown and how it started off. And you literally, it's almost a year to the day uh, that you were actually first on The Hotter Show. Mm-hmm. When we did the Zach cast. Increased popularity by 15%. Yes. Then the popularity dropped down again on my next episode by 15%. <laughs> rounding up for a 0% increase <laughs> Zero of popularity. Increase. Well, it was it was just such a cool thing. And I, I still remember, like it was yesterday, Brandon texting me after he was editing it. And he was just like, dude. I'm like, what? And like, as I always say, like Brandon's always very supportive and like, you know, he's, but at the same time, it does take a lot for him to message me and be like, dude, like great, great fucking podcast. Like he's very, um, as he should be, he can be very critical as I just said, he should be because critical hit, not very effective. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Like it, but then also he's very, when I do something 
well. He's very, you know, praiseful, so to speak, I guess. Um, Praiseworthy. He was just like, dude, like, that guy is your freaking, your freaking co-host. Um, by the way, Kaz is eating ice right now. That's what you're hearing, the crunching in the background. I'm sorry, I didn't know you guys could hear that. <laughs> you I, apologize. I apologize. Kaz is doing it, everybody. Future award-winning podcaster. You can't see it, but he just did the whole pose thing with his arms. But yeah, so it's just funny that our 30th episode has fallen so close to that date, which is uh, July 7th, I believe, was the exact date. Yep. Um, so we might be doing some kind of a celebration on the Hotter Show, perhaps. Maybe I might hype that now. Maybe a mics and beers. Potentially, yes. Be nice yes. for once. Could be fun. I see I'm a couch I can crash on. Yes, I'm going to get you hammered. Also, we're going to get a new couch as well. So I guess you a new couch I can crash yes. on. You're like, ah, yeah, but if you yak on my new couch, I can't protect you from Sam. Oh, and there's no yakking happening. We, we don't we do not do that. I don't here. yak anyway. You vomit three since 2018, uh, June 3rd, maybe. <laughs> No, I actually haven't vomited in a long time. I'm very, I haven't. That's good. Time. Yes, that is good. Um, but it would not be two guys in a game if we didn't at least briefly talk about a bunch of crap what before we talk about doing gaming. This week. Yes, what we've been what doing we and been what we've been playing and gaming news. It's well, time for another sexy news report from Iron Cat. Why are you making fun of our content? Because you said we were being too serious, so I'm trying not to be serious. <laughs> All right, so let me start off by saying. What have you been up to this week? Um, well, we had a crazy week last week. We had three episodes out last week, which was a lot of fun to do. And I had a blast last week, but it was a lot of content. <laughs> so it was I'm awesome content. Yeah, it we was found out a lot wicked. of stuff about our yeah. podcasting abilities. It was wicked. I mean, I feel like we're building like an Avengers here. So what we just did was so TJ's like Captain America and he's all like, yo, what's up? I'm the first podcaster. And then you got Brandon. Who comes in and he's basically like the Iron Man. He's basically Tony Stark. He's basically Tony Stark. And he's all like, he comes in and he's just like, hey, want a podcast? And he just like holds up his arms and his studio just forms around him. And you're just like, whoa. And then I'm like Spider-Man where I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, yo, Brandon, am I ready to do a podcast yet? And he's all like, kid, stand down. You're not ready. And I'm all like, oh, come on, Mr. Mr. Bowden. Let's let's, come on. Let's do this. And he's just like, oh, my God. And then you're just there and you're like, you're just like, oh, it's okay, kid. You'll be ready. And I feel like we're forming some Avengers here. We basically are. I mean, let's so, be honest. Yeah. That's really what's happened. But like literally last week we did um, our two DLC episodes and then the regular episode, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot of fun. So thank you guys very much for all the spawn on that. We really appreciate it because we know it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was quite a few people who were like, you know what? We dug that. Like it was a lot, but we dug it. We shoveled it. Yeah. Like we it, shoveled it. It was good. Well. E3 was a lot of fun. We're not really going to touch on it, but then there was one thing that I do believe you actually wanted to just quickly talk about because we, did, we didn't talk about it um, on our Nintendo one. You were talking about the uh, controller. Oh. Yes. I just figured we'll yes. just, well, before we keep going yes, further. Yes, bring up yes. things that I said when I was drunk. That's good. Um, <laughs> when I was drunk. Well, I was drunk when I said it. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty drunk. Have you ever not drunk at night, Kaz? Um, sometimes it's very rare. No, no, no. I'm not always drunk. Just on my days off when I know I'm, I'm off and I can just chill and just relax. Then I'm, 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 you know, um, that was a rude question to ask somebody just so you know, very rude. (laughs) Are you never drunk as do you always do cocaine at night? TJ? Well, Well, I mean, (laughs) shit. Why? How do you think I've done like five podcasts this week? (laughs) Podcast, podcast, podcast. No, I'm just just joking. No. Okay. So, um, (laughs) 
It's when you take offense to something somebody says. That yes. They, yes. Okay. So what was I even talking about? We right. have fun here. So Super Smash Brothers somehow is going to integrate the GameCube onto the uh, controller onto the Nintendo Switch. Well, I think it's going to be, isn't it? It's going to be a custom controller that looks is based on the GameCube controller. I don't know. I also don't know. I thought I, I thought feel like it it's just the GameCube controller. But even if it's custom, it will be sold out before you can get one. So don't even worry about it. But yes, I thought that was very. We missed that, and it's like whatever. It's not a huge deal, obviously. But I thought it was interesting that they're still going that extra mile and basically going. Yes, not only do we bring every character back for Super Smash Brothers Five for Super Smash Brothers, but we also bring you. <laughs> Well, I the want- GameCube controller that you can use to play in tournaments. I hope you enjoy. See you later. And you're like, whoa, okay. What the hell just happened? <laughs> what the hell? So yeah, as long as you don't do your Reggie again, we'll be good. Yeah, I, not I, doing Reggie again. You were killing. I, I can listened kill back Reggie. to it. I can kill and Reggie. I literally was like, I was obnoxiously belly laughing when yeah. you were doing his imp- your impression yeah, yeah. of him. And I was like, dude, like I, it was so obnoxious. I was like, I can't help it. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, yeah, that that's the only thing we missed, I think, on the DLC. That yeah, I, yeah, was I think very, we were good with that. That was kind of important, but that was just a minor detail. But other mm-hmm. than that, everything was pretty on point. Oh, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it, and I know a lot of people did as well. So thank you guys very much for that. But as far as um, speaking on the What's New and everything with what I'm playing, and kind of relates to E3 a little bit, um, aside from the regular games I kind of have been playing the last few weeks, um, hopefully I'm very close to being God of War, I believe. And Rayman Legends, we did beat it, so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, getting ready to jump into Beyond Two Souls very, very soon, probably like tomorrow. Yeah. I guess I said that last week, but whatever, I'll say it again. Um, but what I have been playing the last couple of days since E3, since it came out, I downloaded Fallout Shelter on the PS4. Yeah. Because I played it on my phone and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, you know what, what the hell, let's see where it's at. And if you're someone who has a PS4, and, you know, maybe you have you want to have a game that you can kind of have on while you're doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Fallout Shelter is perfect for that. It's really fun. They integrated it perfectly. What, did you, really what number is your vault? 28. That's interesting. Mine's 27. Really? I'm not even kidding. I just picked my birthday. Is it so, actually? Yeah. Jesus. Yes. I was going to pick 76 to be ironic. And then I was just like, nah. I feel like everybody's going to do that. So I'll pick Vault 101. Nobody's done 101 before. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of never 101. It has no relevance at all in the series. No, I just did 27 because I'm just like, that's kind of a birthday. So I did Vault 27. Yeah, literally 20. Well, 28's mean Sam's anniversary. So that's my <sighs> numbers for everything. Always one-upping me. Ooh, yeah, so guess what? I just got this cool. <laughs> what? I just got this cool new Pokemon game. Me and Sam got engaged. Oh, fuck you. Well, too. fine then. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, look at my new car. Me and Sam's got a new car too. Me and Sam, the new car. I got a new car. Okay. No, it's okay. no, it's always shared. We're not now. talking about cars. So yeah, so you're playing this stupid Fallout Shelter game. It's not stupid. It's so dumb. It's a lot of fun. The guy pay no, to play. My only, well, it's not pay to play. It's free to play. No, it's pay. But to play. basically, if you want to actually micro transitions yeah. are available has, now we do not call I thought them he was Australian. I'm pretty sure after we talked to Brandon, he was Australian. So he's all like, um, he's like, oh, right, for mate, a limited time, we've got. Microtransactions, you know, and don't worry, these microtransactions have a nice pair down under. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, it does have the microtransactions in it, and the whole like when you basically, if you start out and you, you don't mind spending a little bit of money, I do recommend getting the starter package. It's but like if seven you do bucks. mind spending money on games that aren't worth it, then don't get then don't game. do it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. 
I still have really been enjoying it, and it is a lot of fun. Basically, at the end of the day, if you enjoyed it on your phone and you kind of stopped playing it, you should definitely check it out because it is it is a lot of fun. If you did enjoy it on your phone, definitely download it. It's free. What's not to like, you know? But it is. It seems like it's a little cheaper this time around. Like, you know, I've been playing for a couple days now. My vault dwellers have two weapons, actually three weapons now. Nice. And that's all that I've had without being able to leave the vault or pay for anything. So I'm kind of like shit really. But anyway, so yeah, fall shelter is what I've been playing and it, it is a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. So what about you, Kazif? Um, I was, as I, uh, as I said earlier on drunk last night and yes. I bought three games because Nintendo Switch is having like this huge sale on all their digital games. So like literally any of the bigger games that you want to buy, they're like super cheap right now. Like Breath of the Wild's like got like something like, I don't know, it's only like 60 bucks and it's originally like 80 or whatever. So all their games are on sale. Uh, check. Oh, well, I should say they were on sale. They aren't. They were on sale. Yeah, there was a they're flash on, sale going on. I don't know if it's going to be on. Might be still on. I don't know. Anyway, so. As we record this, the sale is still on, but it may not be. On, I'm on just Tuesday, trying to think today so, as you yeah. guys listen to this podcast. Um, but anyways, sorry. So I bought a couple games because they were on sale. So one of them was just this like, dinky little platform. It was 99 cents originally and they knock it down to 79 cents. I was like, oh, whatever. What I'm a deal. Sure. I'm just like, well, I, I do it for the Nintendo coins. So yeah. you get Nintendo coins and the more you have, the more you can spend them on a game. So eventually you can save them all up and then just get a game for free, essentially the equivalent of whatever coins you have. So that's why I bought this one. I'm like 79 cents. It's not a big deal to me. It looks like an interesting little platform. We started playing it kind of boring. You can see why it was 99 cents. Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel like it was developed that well, but I still kind of played it a little bit and uh, just to try and get back into platforming because I, I haven't really been a platformer person, but I do want to try get into it because there are a lot of good platformers. I just don't have interest in it because I'm just not really in the mood to do a platform. Yeah. So anyway, so this one was interesting, and then I got another one. I can't really remember the name of it. Same kind of concept, though, but it was more of an action-adventure puzzle game. So I thought I might like it a little bit. I started trying it out, realized that it uses the touchscreen features, and that's kind of what's irritating about the Switches. It's got the touchscreen on it, but it doesn't have a stylus, so it makes it So it's of, all, yeah, yeah. It makes it very awkward and not competitive. But, so I got that game. I tried that one out. I'll still keep playing it. It looks very interesting. Um, You'll have to report on that. Maybe cannot next week. remember the name of it right now off the top of my head. It's, oh, it's I think it's called Violet. I'm pretty sure it's called Violet. Violet. And yeah, just an interesting. So I saw that one. That was like two fifty originally for uh, knocked down from ten dollars. So I bought that one. So that's a deal. I thought I was I like, get yeah. About so that. and then I bought Rocket League. Really? Yes. Has, had you played Rocket League before? I have. I don't usually enjoy it, but Rocket. But I have been saying for a while now. I'm like, oh, I have to get Rocket League just to have it and everything because it's a competitive game I can get into because it's it involves a lot of strategy and timing, and I really like that. And I think that the games kind of give you that adrenaline boost. So I bought that. I started playing that last night. I practiced it a couple times. Um, I don't really have my gamer tag on me, or else I would just be like, yeah, let's go play some Rocket League or Fortnite or whatever. Because now Fortnite's out for the what? Switch. We're going to play Fortnite? Yeah, dude. We're going to play Fortnite. Well, maybe what we'll do is uh, make a mental note for next week. Make sure you bring your gamer tag with you. Maybe. We'll yeah, I don't yeah. want any creepers out of me. So Any creepers? Uh, you know, creepers from Minecraft. Because then they come Who's this hotter house. guy? He keeps spamming me. No. <laughs> he keeps sending me dick butts. I added my producer on my Switch. Now we're friends on the, the Switch. producer. We're officially friends. Yeah. And then you get to... Oh, this is a funny note, too. This is a side note. So after adding him... After adding a friend, you can see what they've been playing. Yes. <laughs> and what's the most they've been playing over the past whatever. 
And so if you were to go on mine, you'd see Super Mario Odyssey. You'd see uh, Breath of the Wild. You would see um, the West of Loathing game and among other games. And then you would also see Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley show. It's like episode six. And the funny thing is the producer has played two games more than any games, and I'm not really sure if I should be divulging this I'm sure information he care. because TJ's been telling me I'm going to get a lawsuit against me all night. <laughs> so I, the, like he's this. saying I'm going to get sued, so I'm kind of nervous now, <laughs> and my life is going to be over. Yes, Brandon's going to sue you for talking about him on the podcast. But the, so one, Brandon so right the now number is like, I'm two, The number two game in his slot, can you tell me what game that would have been, TJ? Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right, so if that's the number two game, and that's the only game Brandon plays, the number one game is surprisingly a game that we cover on this podcast, yes. and I don't blame him at all for playing it, and it actually kind of melted my heart a little because I was like, oh, my God, he respects me as a Warm gamer. Warm the cockles of your soul. He has played Stardew Valley for 55 hours, people. Or more. Or more. 55 hours or more. Now, I'm going to say personally, I probably have played Stardew Valley for probably 100 hours because I played it for about a month and a half at straight at any point in time where I was free and I still go back and I make new farms when I'm drunk and I forget to go back to those farms because I'm just like, wait, did I play Stardew Valley last night? Oh no, what the fuck did I do? Oh, I planted corn in the wrong spot. God, fuck, damn it. (laughs) No, Um, I'm just joking. No, I always go back and I make a new farm when I'm like playing and then I'll play on board and then I forget about it because I'll go and do a different game. Anyway, so yeah, so that's basically what I've been playing. Nintendo's had all those great deals on. If you have a Nintendo Switch or whatever, and that sale's still going on, which might not be now. I don't know if it will be, but if it is, check it out. There's a lot of good potential. Like, it wasn't just, like, little indie games. Like, Splatoon 2 was on sale. Legend of Zelda. There's a couple other games, like, included in there that are on sale and definitely worth your money and time if you want something good to play. Obviously, we're getting ready for all the new games, too. So it's a great opportunity to build up your library for the Switch. And, um... Yeah, so that's what I've been doing this week, uh, playing. Um, and basically, uh, you know, just working hard or hardly working. Absolutely. Uh, and by the way, I apologize for the silence there, guys. I was just looking up to get confirmation as to whether or not that sale is still going on, if you guys are not aware. And it is still going on as of today. Yeah. When you guys listen to this podcast. So check it out. goes on until uh, June 21st. It's basically their E3 sale. So there you just go. Just to yeah. fill in definitely, the blanks there a little bit. Yeah. yeah, definitely check that out if you haven't yet. Um, Get as many of the games as you can. Like I said, I got three games. Great games. I just got some dinky ones just to goof around on. Like I knew it wouldn't really make a dent mm-hmm. in my bank account. And Which then I got, yeah. I got Rocket League because one, like I really like gaming with TJ and we don't game a whole lot. But when we do get the chance, I want to be able to game with him. And so I figured, um, you know, we can play Rocket League together on my switch i literally just bring it over plug it in tv we just do what we did with the joy cons on the mm-hmm. super mario odyssey which there's is a lot that. of fun yeah, yeah and there's so many more games coming out for switch that we're going to be doing that with when smash comes out obviously we're going to be we're going to have man. and it's it's even better because we, we've got brandon switch so all we do literally do is hook his joy cons up to mine and that's four players right there that'd be sweet it's four freaking players morty we're gonna we're gonna smash we're gonna smash right over there Me right on that, gonna on that we're gonna couch we're gonna smash right on that there. couch rick yes. can you please stop saying it like that it's not, it doesn't sound good. What do you mean, Morty? We're, we're, we're gonna smash it all night. We're gonna smash it all day. We're gonna smash in front of your parents. We're gonna, it's gonna be crazy, Morty. We're gonna just keep smashing. You know your your girlfriend Jessica. We're gonna smash in front of her. In fact, she we're gonna smash with her. She's gonna smash on the couch. Oh, really? With us? Yes. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna role play with different characters. That. We're gonna pick different characters. 
And it's gonna be incredible. Ooh, this seems like pretty intense. Oh, jeez, we're gonna smash with your sister. Oh, gross. Why would you even... Why would you say that? Uh, what do you mean? I don't get it. Everybody come back. You're disgusting, Rick. Rick Santos is disgusting. Okay. I think that was like a great little play on yes. words thing. I think I had too much fun with that. Uh, well, the, the, I, I mean, the fact of the matter is... is you really a, smashed a that one out of the park, didn't you? Well, technically, we're not in the park, so yes. He did, technically, Rick Sanchez. Thank you very much for the appearance. Um, I mean, the fact that you started off your podcast uh, career, so to speak, with Rick and Morty. Um, I think that it's more than appropriate for you to jump into that. Um, but with kind of the the sentimental stuff out of the way and the, what we've been playing and what's new and so on and so forth, I and believe it's emotional time. bullshit. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, I get this time God. for some gaming news. No, I'm just just joking. kidding. There's no gaming news today. <laughs> Never again. Uh, <laughs> we gave news again for a long time. Um, I do believe, however, it is time for a sexy correction with your producer. No. But the questions at hand here, we have a whole bunch. Um, I feel like I probably should have like 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 numbered them a little better. Um, yeah, so but, he's numbered them like this. Yeah. One, A, no, I go, dash, I go, dash, I go, four. The way I have it is I have the person who C. the questions are from, and then I have like one, two, three, or four, or one and two, and then I start over again for the next person. So it doesn't matter how many questions we have. But okay. like I said, a bunch Can of different we enter our own friends. questions? If you want to ask me a question or if I want to ask you a question, I think that's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, or you want to answer a question that you really want to ask yourself? No, by all I, I think we can discuss one that I have kind of built up here, and I should have told you this beforehand, but I think it's an interesting one because I've always wondered. But anyways, we'll just go. We'll jump. We'll jump in. Well, what's your what's your question? First, no, then. I feel like my question needs to be kind of somewhere in the middle. Okay, it's, cool. It's more we'll of just an make sure question. you don't forget because I, I have can't no questions. forget it. You just okay. have to go Zach or Kaz or whatever. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Okay, but so the first questions that we have here are from our good buddy Josh over at the Still Loading Podcast. He's been a big supporter of us been, pretty much from day he's one. He's been loading for a while now. He's been guy. loading. He's been loaded for a while. Still loading. No, I guess he's not loaded. Yeah, well, he might be right now. I, no, I don't know what he's doing right now. I haven't talked to him today, but uh, oh, okay. he's a great dude, and he's been a big, big supporter of us. Uh, so, Josh, thank you very much, man, for all the support. Um, and he's just a great dude overall. So like, it's yeah. just, and I know he's genuinely a fan. So it always makes it. He's a genuine motorized wind blower. He is a full blooded motorized wind blower. Okay, they can't um, be full blooded. Like, oh, cause they're, God, they have oil. I'm sorry, Kaz. <clears throat> I'm sorry, master. So Kaz. what's the question? So the first question that we have here from Josh, uh, is, and I quote, do you guys have any misplaced nostalgia? Meaning, do you feel nostalgic for things you didn't really experience too much as kids, as far as from a gaming standpoint? So, like, is there, like, say, a gaming series that you, whenever you think about it or you play, you're like, oh, man, that just seems like my childhood, but then you didn't necessarily play it that much. So, games that, like, give me that nostalgia feeling yes. that I didn't play. That you didn't actually, it just makes you think of, like, your childhood, even though you didn't okay. play it. Um... Yeah, I guess you could say there were some games out there that would have done that to me. I mean, all, a lot of the games that made me feel that way, I would have revisited by now and yeah. actually played them and gotten into them and been like, yes, time to beat this game. It gave me this feeling like I had to do it. So it's like, but one game I will tell you that I haven't actually fully honestly played, and I have played it a little bit, but I haven't gotten into it, was Glover. Okay. So we talked about Glover before and how it is a hidden gem, and it is, because it's such a unique game that never really lived up to what it was supposed to be. But every time I see that game, it gives me this kind of feeling where I'm just like, 
there's something just important about that game mm-hmm. in my past. And I think it's because I watched my uncles play it all the time and they were just like so just they just did it so flawlessly and they were just platformer guys and they just did it. Um so that was one that would definitely for me stand out whenever I would see if I ever saw that game, I would be like, Oh my gosh. Uh, that's one game that I haven't like actually ever gone back and played, mostly because it's pretty much forgotten. They've never really made an effort yeah, to release yeah. it again. It's so it's basically games. like you play it's it on N sixty four or you don't. Yeah. So it's really a hidden. Gem. Um, but other than that, no, there's not a whole lot of games where I look at and I'm like, oh man, I remember that game, and it makes me feel like super nostalgic. Like any other games that that would be like that, I've I you did I've play played them you and I've and gotten stuff. them, yeah. or I've or I've played them to date because of the nostalgia feeling that I've had, and I've beaten the crap out of them, and I've been like, yes, and I get that satisfying feeling, like this game used to be so hard for me when I was a kid, and now I've beaten it. So yes, I have. That's me. Um, how about you? For me, there's two. You say Adian Chronicles of First Mages. Adian Chronicles of First Mage. Uh, no. You know what? And this is going to cause a lot of controversy here on Two Guys in a Game. Um, and that is the fact that um, GoldenEye 64 is a game that I never actually played. I would watch my friends play it. I may have played it for a few seconds once in a blue moon, but I never right. sat down. I never owned it. I never really played it. But for some reason, whenever I see posts about it or someone brings it up, it gives me that feeling of like, this is such an important game to me. And it fills me with all this nostalgia. But at the end of the day, like I didn't freaking play it. Yeah. I did, however, play James Bond 007. The world is not enough, which was the game after it. And that's where you got the title for your life. The world yes, is not the world enough. Is not enough. I want more. I need two I need worlds. More. I need, I need Mars and the world. I need all of the worlds to a The align. world is not enough, but the moon should make it even. The moon. Well, That's how the, the title of 007 should have been called. The moon will make it even. The moon will be enough. <laughs> but so that's definitely one. And actually, it's funny. The second question that he asked is my second game, which is actually a series of games. Um, it kind of it, it answers both questions. So the second question and last question that we have from Josh here um, is a, another really good one. I liked. I really liked these questions he asked. And this question is, what's one game or game series you always wanted to like but never could get into for one reason or another? And I'm going to take this because the – and then obviously you can answer. Because um, my answer for the first one kind of goes with this, and that is the Final Fantasy series of games. Mm. I never got into them. I never really played them. But for, especially Final Fantasy X is kind of the main one. Okay. But because I watched my boy Dark Runner play the shit out of the game when we were younger – Mm-hmm. For some reason, whenever I see posts about it or someone talks about it, it gives me that nostalgic feeling, but I never played it. I, I never picked up the control and played it ever in my entire life. But for some reason, and it's weird that when I think of that game or someone brings it up, I'm like, oh my God, I know so much about it. Yeah. But I never played it. And it's just the Final Fantasy series in general for me is a series that I just never I tried with a couple of them, and I could never get into it. I feel like if I played ten, I would have liked it. I think if you played but, ten today, you might actually be able to do it. But it does take you. That's a game that is definitely a nostalgia based game. The only way sure. people are going to play it today is if you played it when you were a kid, like back in two thousand two when it came out. That's the only way you're going to touch ten. Thirteen would have been a mess as well for you because if you're not used to the mechanics, thirteen is such a freaking shit show. Until unless, of course, you get right into it. But Final Fantasy is a very difficult game series to get into if you did not play it, especially nowadays where we have these fast-paced games. Yes. And it's like action, 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 action. So turn-based um, RPGs don't really hold up as well anymore. 
Although that being said, if I were to pick an RPG style, turn-based is definitely the way to go. 100%. Because I feel totally like agree. it's just a fun, relaxing environment. You get to think about what you've done, and we've already talked about that. So, yeah, but, like... There's something to be said for that, too. Like, I'm a big yeah. fan of the turn-based RPG. As you guys know, and as Kaz knows, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of my... One of my more favorite styles of, of a video game, RPG games as well. Um, But so, is Final Fantasy a series for you that kind of you maybe wanted to get more into? Or is no, there another I series think, that you can kind of I think, think of there's or? just like certain Final Fantasy games where they're not my style. Like you got Final Fantasy 12 where I was like, I just didn't didn't like the game style. But then I got Final Fantasy 10, turn-based, simple as that. I enjoyed that one. Final Fantasy 7, I I haven't really played it. That's one game where I'm like, I would love to go back and play it. Because That's one for me too. That is a to huge, um, uh, that was like a huge thing where that's where the turn base kind of was like, Phew. That's where it skyrocketed. That's where 10 and 7 are just basically like, oh, they're meshed there. But no, um, it's not a game series that I would look at and be like, oh, yeah, no, I regret not playing. I'm like, I played which ones I played and which ones I enjoyed. A lot of people go, oh, yeah, these games aren't good. And I just kind of go, well, you're not good, so get out. No, everybody's entitled to their opinion when it comes down to it. And And they're wrong. No, no, no. (laughs) And um, uh, I can see the downsides to Final Fantasy X. It is very repetitive. It's very dry after a while and you get kind of into this loop of just like you know oh my gosh i'm just grinding but at the same time the people who like that and they feel like they're accomplishing something and final fantasy 10 such a big game and there's so much to do and there's so much extras in it that just make it so much more fun so no if i were to pick a game series that i never really got into and i would love to get into and i'm probably going to start it now because it is getting lots of remastery it's getting a lot of attention lately and it's very exciting is the resident evil series Cool. I actually have not really touched a lot of Resident Evil. So I've touched one Resident Evil game, and that's Resident Evil 5. And that was because that's when I first got my Xbox 360. Yeah, that's like not you, can play, you can play co-op with your friends, and that was it. And I just played it because I was like, oh, this is kind of exciting. And I would always play with my friends and blah, 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 whatever. And I had a good time with it. And then I kind of just never really played Resident Evil after that because um, I, I heard that Resident Evil 6 was coming out and I played the demo for that. I was super disappointed in the demo. Yeah, it was a I really was like, disappointing wow, game. Wow, I'm like, how do you make a game like this? Like, it's not Resident Evil at all. It's trash. It's Resident Trash. Resident so, Trash. So now they've announced at E3, another thing that we really didn't talk about, Resident Evil 2 is being remade. Which, that's cool. Resident Evil that. 1 has been remade. Mm-hmm. So everybody's kind of like, ooh, cool. Maybe they're going to go and remake three and then four, which would be nice. So I feel like they only need to remake four though. Well, three wouldn't be bad either. Cause if yeah, they're going to remake it the way that sure. they're doing it and make it more playable mm-hmm. and not completely like cluster fucky and clunky. It's very clunky. So anyways, yeah. So, but that's the thing I've never really played those. Not that I haven't been a fan of horror games. Like I, you've heard me talk about the evil within and how much that's a very resident evil style game. It's made by the similar people who made that game. So I really did enjoy the evil within, um, and so that's why I would go back. And another one is Resident Evil 7. That game is very intriguing to me. I've watched a lot of gameplay on it. It's very interesting how scary it actually is, how it goes back to its roots. So there's a lot there. That's that's the one game series I would go back to. If and you're play. if there's a, there's two games on that series that I played a lot. Um I'm, I'm obviously Resident Evil 4, in my opinion, it's it, from what I know, it is the best one in the series. It's just amazing. Resident Evil um, 4 is it's it known as in the, the highest regard. One, yeah. And I did want to get it for the Xbox when it came out, but I never really made the jump. Mm -hmm. One, because I didn't have a job at the time, so I was kind of just like, eh, I don't really have money to spend. And nowadays, I'm kind of like just all about that Switch. So it would be great to see some of these games, which I can't imagine them not I'm sure it'll happen eventually. It was such a big GameCube game. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like, 
these games are pretty big in the horror franchise. They're what basically defines a horror franchise. Oh, for sure. So that's, but that's just one I haven't ever touched, but I would like to. There's one other Resident Evil game before we move on. I do want to make sure I talk about real sure. quick. Yeah. And that is uh, Resident Evil Zero. It's kind of like a spinoff in the series. And it is such a great freaking game. If you guys are fans of Resident Evil and you haven't played yes. Zero, check it out. It's Definitely. really freaking good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there that are just spinoff games, but they're they're held in high regard. Yeah, is, yeah. that so. one's kind of an, un, an un, not an unknown game, but like it was a two disc game and it was a really long game. Um, really interesting character development, really interesting combat. Your basic stuff you get from Resident Evil games, but it was really unique. So definitely check that out, guys, if you were into that. And thank you again, Josh, my man, for the questions. We really yes, appreciate good it. Questions. Two like really those. good questions. And all these questions that I have, like they're great questions. Yeah, we'll Everyone see. Killed it. We'll see. Um, I'll next. be the judge of that. <laughs> Excuse me. So the next question we have here is from uh, our boy Larry over at the Drinks with Larry crew. Okay, this one will be good. Um, He would like to ask us, uh, with Sony not integrating itself into the kind of the cross-platform play, like with the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox and PC, if it will hurt them in the long run in our So games like Rocket League, how they're like, you know, now you're playing with people on other consoles, and now, of course, Fortnite, huge, big deal right there. Um, with that. So yes, is it going to hurt? So is Fortnite out on PS4? Um, yes. You, you yes, yes, it, it is. For so sure. they don't yes. have crossplay with it though. Uh, to my knowledge, they do not. Wow. Okay. That I did not, under, I did not know that. Um, so yeah, I guess to answer that question, I don't think it's going to basic, <laughs> I don't think it's going to basically, no, I don't think it's actually going to hurt them as much as people think. I do see some issues, but it's like, how much cross-play are we really doing? What games are cross-playing right now? So we know Fortnite's there. We know mm-hmm. Rocket League's there. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, you know, but that's really kind of like it for Nintendo yeah, There's got to be now. a couple that we're There will be more that yeah. come into the, the loop as we go and, and uh, you know, as Nintendo brings on their more titles and everything like that. And especially once they, you know, like um, I could see Starlink, that game, Starlink, the one where Star Fox has been introduced as a, a character that's exclusive to um, the Switch. I could see that one definitely being a big deal. Um, but... Honestly, Sony has a way with their games right now where they've set themselves up for people want to basically buy Sony consoles now. Like, I know myself, this year, if I don't get a PS4, I'm going to be missing out on some great games. Mm -hmm. Like, Spider-Man looks incredible, which we talked about. It's amazing. And uh, Last of Us Part 2, but it's not even just those games. Like, they have so much more they're going to offer. And that's just this year's lineup. Just think about, like, where they're going to go two years from now. So... We got to keep that in mind where I don't really know how much it's going to affect them because Fortnite's a big deal. Day one that they released on the Switch, they had 2 million downloads. Just like that. Which is, a, Which is huge. crazy. Can man. you imagine that? Can you imagine how many people are going to go out now when they see that their friends are playing this freaking game that is completely addictive to all ages? And they're going to go, and now I can bring it to your house and play with you, motherfucker. And then they are going to go out and buy a Switch just because of the stupid Fortnite game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nuts to me how much, like, and I'm not saying Fortnite's stupid. I'm like, it's just not very good. I'm just saying. It's just it's, not fans it's of terrible. it. It's terrible. Really you guys are wasting your lives. No, shit. I'm just joking. No, I think Fortnite's a crazy concept. It's brought the Battle Royale, 64 friggin' players in one area. It's nuts. It's incredible. If this game had come out before Call of Duty, Call of Duty would be obsolete. Oh, f- and I, I wish I, I was playing that, this game yeah. when I was a 10-year-old. You 10-year-olds yeah. are getting it good, okay? When I was 10, I did not have Call of Duty. I had Halo 2, not online, because I did not have a link up to the internet. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? So, um, 
Yes. What is why? So that's what I say. That's what I say about the integration is I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, and I because I, yeah, and I, I pretty much agree with you. You've pretty much hit the nail on the head for me as well. I think them not jumping on that bandwagon is a big mistake. I think that they are uh, they're really missing out. But even even with certain games like even like a Fortnite, even if just for they had like some kind of like a terminant terminant mode or something like that. I feel yeah. like that would even be sufficient. I feel like probably eventually we'll see them do it. And I don't understand like how it's their decision to do mm-hmm. cross play. I feel like it'd be more of the developer. Well, at the end like, of the day, hey, if it's yo, on their system, what's up like, Sony, yeah. this game that's coming out to you Fortnite. by the way, there's cross play involved. Like we're on different servers. I feel like rocket so I don't league really, is cross play. Yeah. That's what I I'm feel thinking. Like it is. So I don't, I, to say that they're not jumping on that bandwagon, it'd be interesting. Cause I'm I think it's just sure. for certain games. They're not. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm pretty sure that, you know, when it comes down to it, like Fortnite and rocket league have to be cross play. I don't think that's an option because Nintendo switch just launches. It's like, yo, what's up? You're playing with people from other consoles. It's done. Like my brother was playing with his buddy mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, okay. Cool. And I was like, sweet. And like, it doesn't even, it doesn't even clue in how cool that is to me. Cause when you're a kid, there's no friggin' way you're playing You've got a Nintendo GameCube and your buddy's got an Xbox 360. It's like, hey, you're, you're not playing together. You're not playing yeah. together, not even a chance. Even when the Wii came out, you're not. Now that we've got this, it's just crazy. So, yeah, so it's, I don't know what what it'll do to Sony, but I don't think it's going to hurt them right now. I just, yeah. And I do agree that it is probably a mistake. It's like, if you can do this, but we have to look at Sony as they're pushing back hard. They, they have been, and they're not, they're not, and like, that's the same with Nintendo. Nintendo's freaking pushing back hard. They like, are. They have been for, since yeah. the Switch came out, they were like, we're done with the BS. We don't care about the whole family concept anymore. We tried that. It didn't work. We need to make a console that gamers are going to respect. And they've done that. And they are doing it time and time again. They're just improving it. Freaking. So, and retweet. Sony's doing that too. Yeah. They're, well, they're just saying, yeah. and Microsoft's kind of like, meh. So well, the thing is with Sony too is basically Sony's going to do whatever the fuck Sony wants to do. And it's good because yeah. it's a nice change yeah, to see Sony breaking free because it was like I said in the DLC, Sony and Microsoft were like head to head while Nintendo watched from the sidelines. It was like, Haha. and then Nintendo just butts back in and goes, fuck you guys. I'm back. We were the original gamers. Mm-hmm. See you later, Microsoft. Now Microsoft looks like shit. Sony's like, well, okay, Nintendo's back. Better snap into it because, you know, we're Japanese too. <laughs> and <laughs> we're Japanese. Well, they are. The company is Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, you know, and now they're doing it and it's great. It's actually great to see a diversity in game companies. So, anyways, that's that's my answer to that question. Yeah. So, hopefully that answers your question, Larry. Thank you very much, my man, for the all of your support. You've another person who is just such a wonderful supporter. You always tweets just don't have too many drinks buddy and And the whole crew there are are awesome um so thank you guys very much for all the support and love i'm a a big fan of that podcast so i always makes me smile whenever i see him even just retweet us or you know he always takes the time retweet the fuck out yeah he always takes time to do that so really appreciate man thank you very much be sure to check them out as well as josh from still learning podcast uh so the next question we have here is uh from the real rant crew Another uh, great podcast. This is called The Real Rant. I call them The Crew, just to include everybody. Um, great podcast. They've been another podcast that has been uh, supporters. We kind of reach out to each other. They're a movie podcast. A lot of great stuff. Um, they asked, what are your guys' thoughts on the end of the life cycle, life circle for PS4 kind of being hinted at or announced? Do you think it's too soon? Starfield by Bethesda was was announced for the next generation of systems, which means the developers already have their hands on the schematics of the new engine. So basically what they're asking us in a nutshell is, 
what do we think of the end cycle of the PS4? Is it maybe too soon? Are they looking too far ahead? Do they have tunnel uh, vision? What do you think? Honestly, this is how I see it, and I've seen it for a while now. So when they improved the Xbox 316 brought out the Xbox One, everybody lost their shit because the Xbox One ran on a higher like frequency of what yeah. it could do, graphical power, and all this stuff, and it was great. And I remember when I first got the Xbox One, I was like, super happy and impressed with it. And the gameplay uh, on any of the games I was playing, it was really great. And then I just kind of was like, meh, and it started to get kind of tiring, and I was like, ah. And I watched my brother play it now, and I'm just kind of like disappointed in what the Xbox One was because it literally just became this console that was just third-party developers. Mm -hmm. Third-party developers and a terrible Halo and Gears of War game. And that's it. And that's my opinion. Like I said, some people like Halo 5 for all of its awfulness, and some people think that Gears of War 4 should hold up. Well, I'm sorry. I don't even think Gears of War 4 should become a game, and I really don't think Gears of War 5 should be coming out because I think it's just rushing it, it's cash-grabby, and it's like, when will it end? Now, that being said... Um, the fact that it's a next-gen console, no, I think it's time for Xbox to step it up. But I don't think it's time for them to step it up in a console way, but if they have to do it, that's fine. But they really have to bring mm -hmm. their game, next console that comes out. And, and that's the thing that when you release a new console, you have to change your image. Your image changes, everything does. So when the PS4 ends, what are we going to get? PS5 or are we going to get a new thing? Because honestly, numbers are played out, as I said. I, yeah, I think I think right? uh, that's so a vibe lately. I'm pretty industry. sure what we're going to get is it's not going to be the PlayStation 5, but it's going to be like the PlayStation Ultimate. And you're going to be able to play every PS4 game <laughs> ever. They're going to do that great. all for you. No, I'm just you, joking. No, can you fucking imagine if they come out in like E3 in like two years and go, Here's the Here's PS the entire Ultimate, library and every game we've ever made is on this console and you, you just have it. to pay 600 bucks for it. It'd be yeah. worth it. It's It'd like, but like, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, basically all they're asking is, do we think maybe it's a little too soon? Are they kind of looking too far ahead? But no, they're not. Cause yeah. you know what? The way we got to look at it is Bethesda's Elder Scrolls six is not playable on any of our consoles. No, they've already it's just not. That. And they've be. only shown us a teaser and it's like probably still two years away. Mm -hmm. at best. Well, that's, that's number one thing. We don't have but any idea. That's the thing. Yet. When they do an improvement on a console, it affects every console. It affects every gamer because then that gamer is looking at it to shell out another close to anywhere between 500 to 600 bucks or 400 to 600 bucks based on them buying that console, buying a game for that console and any accessories. And especially nowadays, the prices are only going to be higher. So the next game console that comes out, it's, we're going to be looking at 600 bucks just for the base console. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you're going to want to buy accessories. You're going to want to buy your first game because most of the time when this console comes out, they don't offer a game with it, which is a huge mistake. They should really be doing that more often. That's something Including else. games, yeah. Yeah, like include a game with Even your a console. Couple. Yeah, yeah, like, so... It's not too soon, especially if it's even like a year and a half or two years away. Because two years from now, we don't know where we're going to be. Xbox will now, Xbox One will be, let's see, I've had my Xbox One for three years now. Must be three years. Yeah, so I've had my Xbox One for almost four years. Okay, and then that, that's like a long time. So if you do another two years, that's a six-year-old console. Which, that, that's fine. That's a fine, that's a that, fine yeah, thing. That's the same with the PS4. That'll be that. Mm -hmm. Now, the only downfall to it is where's Nintendo going to step in with the Switch? How is that going to be integrated? The Switch just came out, literally. Switch just came yeah. out. It's one of the most powerful systems on the market. It can do what an Xbox can do and look at the size of the Switch. It's a dinky little thing that can fit in your pocket even. I can slide it into my back pocket. So that's what I'm saying is, do, does Nintendo have a backup plan? Do they have an improvement for that Switch? Do they I have feel like a way they do. To go, okay, look, we're not going to like pressure you guys, but this is the Switch 2.0. Here's the Switch Pro or Elite or whatever the hell. Whatever, yeah, yeah. and it freaking runs like this just to like one-up everybody again. So, yeah, no, I don't think it's too soon. I don't think we're seeing it like we're going to see it right now. 
Because it's still a long ways away. Could be two, three years down the road. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's not too soon. If it's six years after the Xbox One was announced or released, or seven years after the Xbox, that's seven years. You got to look at that. Seven friggin' years. As far as N64 lasted from about eight years, I would say, maybe even Mm -hmm. nine years. That's a long time for a console. And the GameCube came out in 2001, right? Or 2002, something like that? Uh, I believe it was 2002, I think. Yeah, so, and, and the GameCube only lasted Possibly for four later. years before they did an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Wii came out in 2005, so boom, that was it. Like, And then after yeah, the Wii, they came like out that. with the Wii U, mm-hmm. boom, and now they're out with the Switch. So I don't think it's too soon. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think we hit the, it, it's great because I know we have such similar opinions on things like this. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for us. Cause it's like, we both is kind of most, for the most yeah, part yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, thank you very much to the real rant podcast for dog. that great question. Be sure to check them out. Great podcast. Again, that was the real rant. Thank you guys very much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so the next, I actually have uh, five questions five. from this podcast here. James and Brian from the no geeks allowed. And that is K N O W no geeks allowed okay. there. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram. There was a, probably about a month or so ago, these, this podcast started commenting on all our shit. I shouldn't say all our shit, but like they started po- commenting these, just these comments that were, I was killing myself laughing because they were so funny. These, no. And, um, I run the social media just for the record. That's why I was just okay. curious if he saw it or not. Um, and like, they were just like our spirit animal, dude. Mm. Like they're literally like, if the four of us, if a bunch of us were sitting in a room, we get along amazing. If a bunch of us were sitting in a room, we'd be smashing over on the couch, Morty. We'd be smashing together right there. <laughs> Why do you keep saying smashing like that, Rick? Uh, we we put the game in the console and we'd be playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Why couldn't you have just said that from the beginning? You make everything sound so awkward. <sighs> Morty, when I say we're going to be smashing on the couch, what did you? Oh, you sick little fuck, Morty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but so they've just been hilarious. So finally, like, I think I, I like messaged them and was like, like you guys are fucking hilarious. Like, thank you. And okay. Um, they're great, great podcast, kind of geek talk and movies nice, and gaming nice. and stuff like that. That's um, not what we do all here, but I yes. respect that. Respect oh, for that. sure. I respect any of the, the geek nerd culture. Yeah. Um, so they have some great questions here. And the first question they have, um, is a really interesting one. And I feel like it's gonna be kind of a quick answer. Yep. Um, but and the it, answer is it, what? It, but it pertains, I think, to you, which is really oh, funny. To me. Um, Ooh la la. Are indie games like craft beers? Do you all have that style you love and hold preference to? However, on the flip side, is playing indie games the hipster comparison of being a beer snob, quote unquote? Ooh, I, I like personally don't think so. I like that question. That's mm-hmm. a good one. No, so you see, okay, here's my opinion on craft beer really quickly. I'll just get into that. I hate craft beer unless it's one. I have one craft beer and that's it. And that's the only craft beer I drink. And I'm going to say it on the podcast for the first time because I want people to try it. It's so good. So if you've never had this beer, go and try it. It's called Innocent Gun. It is amazing. It is a craft Carter's beer. old fashioned brew. It is actually so good. Um... I can't, I don't remember the taste description of it, but go out, try it. It's a little pricey, but all craft beer is what you're going to do. This is a Scottish beer. I'm Scottish heritage and me. So I get along very well with this beer. And also it's, it's quick. It, it, it gives you that nice, like that takes the edge off right away. You only need to have two and you're good for the night. That's, that's what I'll say. And strong, it is, but it, you can't like, once you get used to that taste and I shouldn't even say you get used to that. Once you taste it, it is not like any other beer you ever drink. It. Yeah, you really do. I think you won't like it just because you're like into this stuff. I like my, my core is bang. And, light, and, and, and like I find that. that I've switched back to lighter beer because this one is so heavy. 
Um, and it just kind of like, you know, kind of knocks you on your ass a little bit if you're not yeah, used see, to I, it. I don't like that. If I, I don't want to feel like a meal. No, know? this is nice if you're like, yeah, if you're, anyway. So you're yeah, looking to get drunk. Getting to, <laughs> not, not even just that, but like, it's just nice. It's a nice, it's, if you just need to like, you get home from work after you're LA there and you just need to get there like that. You just need that edge taken right off. You drink one, you're good to go. So getting to the point of where I think indie games are like, no, I don't think indie games are like craft beer because I think craft beer comes out and it's all like, hey, look at us. We're very better than you because yeah. we make our own beer. Where indie games come out and go, we're just trying our best to get our games out. Can you please support us? Hmm. Help us try our game out. If you like it, let us know. And then they come out and these are the people who grew up with us mm-hmm. and they're finally getting to push their game to out do their and, and it's vision. their dream and we get to enjoy these indie games and that's the thing a lot of gamers who aren't into the indie scene they're not um ignorant to it it's just that they don't really they're not they don't have the direction to go in mm-hmm. they're not willing to take that risk they're they're willing to just go and say hey my friend plays call of duty i'm gonna play call of duty my friend plays fortnite i'm gonna play fortnite my buddy's playing um uh you know, Fallout Shelter. He's a dumbass, but I'm gonna go play Fallout Shelter on my Switch. Shout out to Hotter. And so, you know, and these games aren't bad because they're mainstream. It's just it's easier for people to get hooked into them because people will play yeah, them because totally. it's what they know. It's just like how you go to the store or you go to McDonald's and they have Coke products there because everybody drinks Coke products. It's or Pepsi's the other product. It's one or the other. You're not going to go into a freaking McDonald's and they're going to have diet right. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> diet so right. So Can I have I don't a diet think, right with my Big Mac, I think please? on that sense, it's, it's, it's almost like indie games are, are the ones that people are too afraid to try. I totally agree with you on and, that. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know, and that's where it comes into, like, you take a risk when you go into an indie game. Just like you take a risk when you go and buy a craft beer. Because mm-hmm. you just, you don't know. You don't know what it's, it's going to be unknown, like. Yeah. And you don't know if you're going to like it, but you're taking that risk. And most of the time... That beer shit. And you might as well just bought Bud. Ha ha. <laughs> Why? But it's it's interesting because um, it's kind of happened not really by accident, I should say, but it's been a really natural progression with you um, kind of becoming this, like it's almost like pretty much every month you've had like a different kind of indie game that you've brought to the podcast. So like, oh, I'm playing yes. this, I'm playing this. So it's almost like you've become like this, this, um, the voice of the indie uh, games in a way. It's really It's not even just that. It's just like, like I said, like I am a very busy person as are you. So I'm not yeah. discrediting you, but what it is for me is I don't have a lot of space where mm-hmm. I'm at. I'm living at home still and my space is very limited to me. So I have literally like a 32 or sorry, a 22 inch monitor. That's my computer, but it also s- subs out as my TV when mm-hmm. I need to play a uh, switch on it. So that's, and it's not like I'm not, I'm limited to like, I can go to other places in my house and hook up my switch to a bigger television. I just don't because I like my space. I like my privacy and I like to enjoy my time alone. And so the switch, what that offered for me is before it was the Wii U, the Wii U had the gamepad and that was my privacy. And I had that, but it just started to get so annoying and clunky. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I can't Playing on move. the gamepad is always a little, it's a little clunky. So having the switch, the reason why I, it's the only console I play right now is because it is so convenient. It's small. It fits there. I can pick it up with ease. It charges. I can I can enjoy myself on these games that I do have. And the reason why I'm playing the indie games is I'm very picky when it comes to certain games. I'm not going to go out and spend $80 on a game like Splatoon 2 mm-hmm. when I don't, I'm not in a competitive mode right now. It takes me a lot to get into competitive mode. And yeah, so that is the reason why I would say indie games for me, I go in, I look at the eShop. Oh, something new's been posted here. Cool. I'm going to go and 
try it out or mm-hmm. if I like the description enough. And most of the time, I get lucky and the game's good. And then there's 50% of the time where you get... <laughs> And you get these terrible dead space ripoffs, and you're like, yeah. oh. And, and I mean, but that that's that's the you know variety of the spice of life, and I think it's cool that yeah. you do give all these indie games a chance. I think it's a cool spin. And on you our have show, to take you your know? risk, and yeah. you know, and that's the thing. And if these indie games don't get the chance, and these developers who are actually making good indie games will never get the chance to come out and yeah. make those mainstream yeah. games that are going to be something one day. And everybody's got to start somewhere. So yeah, that's why I like to review these little ones because I want to see more of them. We want to play more of them. So for sure. And it's almost like it's become like a monthly thing. So that's really cool. But hopefully oh, that yeah. answers the question guys. Um, so the next question I have from them is, uh, are all these battle Royale style games, you know, Fortnite player unknown battleground, yeah. the new kind of call of duty, the new call of duty game, which is blackout, um, kind of the formatic copy and paste games every year. So basically what they're asking is games like that, that are basically, they're all the same games, but they're, slightly different maybe a different title are games like that kind of killing the game industry does it hurt when everyone's basically releasing the same game okay so if everybody's releasing the same game it starts to become a simple fact that gaming in the end of the day at the end of the day right now is just a business it is just a huge business and that's fine and when it's business what you do for business is you try to make money now, where that changes on the spectrum of business and entertainment to the fact that it's actually going to keep you, you know, immersed in a world that you want to be in, you want to spend $80 on Super Mario Odyssey because you know what it's going and to you do know for it's you, be an amazing where experience. you don't want to spend $80 on a Call of Duty game anymore because you just know it's going to be the same rehashed crap or whatever. But I don't like to say that it hurts the gaming industry as much as it just hurts, um, okay, it's not that it hurts the gaming industry. It's it it's hurting what real gaming used to be compared to For now. Sure. So I guess in a yeah, sense, yeah. it's it's not really to the fact where I'm saying people who play Fortnite are bad because they're playing Fortnite. Fortnite is an interesting concept. It is a huge battle royal game. It is easy to get into. It's simple, and that's going to be a lot of people's first big game that they slide right into and they go, "Hey, this is Fortnite," and lots of people are competitive. Competitive gaming is not a bad thing at all. We are competitive naturally. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody's going to try to be the best. There's always somebody like better no than you. One ever was. But I don't think it hurts the gaming industry. If anything, it brings a sense of community even it more totally so. Does. Yeah, totally. That's what Pokemon Go does. That's why Pokemon Go is so important. Mm-hmm. I watch it in our even little community here in our town and the people that are involved in it still. It's insane to me what it does. It create these create communities. This is where people are going to make friends. Like I made so many friends on Xbox when I was a kid. And these were my friends. Like, these were my solid tight friends. Like, if I needed to talk to something, we would talk for hours. We would be playing zombies. We'd be doing this. So, no, I don't think Battle Royale games are ruining. I don't think games that are similar and that, you know, some a company releases their version of a game. I think all they're doing is just going, hey, look, the first person to do it did it, and it's successful. Let's be the second person mm-hmm. to do it. At the end of the day, it's it, in a way, it's probably helping the gaming industry. And even, anything, and, yeah. and, uh, in our opinion, anyway. And yeah, and it's it, it really, it, it, I'm going to use my analogy again. It's like Coca-Cola came out and then Pepsi was like, yo, what up? And look, there's people prefer Pepsi, people prefer a Coke. So you, you really don't have anything to worry about when you release something like that, right? Some things you can replicate, some things you can't. And in this case, you know, a battle royale game, it's not a huge deal. Call, like you could say Fortnite copied Call of Duty. You could say Call of Duty copied Halo. You can say Halo copied GoldenEye 64. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like he said, she said, who cares? They're all different games that they've all spawned. They've all brought something different to the table. So yeah, that's my answer for that one. 
Cool, for sure. And I mean, like I, again, <laughs> like with most of these answers, like you're, you're hitting all the points I wanted to hit. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 as much as I would love to, there's no point in me repeating your points in the way I would say them because yeah, yeah. it's just it just seems silly. But um, I think that at the end of the day, um, if anything, it's probably helping the game industry financially. But as far as is it hurting gamers like us, maybe. But there's always going to be something for us, so I think yeah, that it's, it's I, healthy. You yeah, know, you know. we need it. We need a diversity. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, I just realized that I have two questions uh, bunched together, so I'm going to uh, move this down here. But um, the next question I have from these guys, so I actually have six questions from them. Uh, the next one that I have from the guys here is spoilers in games versus movies. Are you bothered by one and not the other? Um, I cannot stand. I'm just going to answer this real quick yeah. here. I cannot stand when someone spoils a movie because infinity wars was spoiled for me, even though I knew what was going to happen. I'm not stupid. I knew what was going to happen, but as far as, you know, characters who spoiler alert died, um, was ruined for me right before I saw the movie, like literally five minutes beforehand, it was ruined for me. So it really, really pissed me off because it, it did take away from the emotion. And, you know, if I'm playing a game, like for example, God of war, yeah, I have not beaten God of War yet, and it was almost ruined for me. Again, I'm not stupid. I've been around the block a few times. I know what the I fuck's get going it. on. You he's know? a drug dealer. He's gonna sell drugs. He's the God of War, which means he's a drug dealer. Uh, like I know what's gonna happen. I know how it's gonna end. Like I, I know a little bit about the mythology, so I understand that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I am someone who I get. I do get very. It, it does kind of ruin it for me, and I do get very angry. I absolutely cannot stand when people do that. It depends. Just, it just depends on the thing. You know? So there's some. There's some times where I'll be like, okay, if you you spoil a Marvel movie for me, you're dead to me. I'll kill you. My brother walks in for Black Panther and he goes, hey, guess what? I saw Black Panther and his suit does this. And I was like, mother fucker. I was like, that's a huge spoiler. I'm like, I didn't know that. I wanted to know that was going to happen, but I wanted to see it on the big screen. I'm like, shut your mouth. Just shut, shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. Walk out of this room and realize you're dead to me. So yes, a Marvel movie spoil. No, don't do it. If you spoil a game that, uh, I don't know. You're like almost, you've almost beaten it. A ge- yeah. And they, like they, it's and then there's a big twist and they ruin it for you. Yeah. Like there's Does something that like, if, you if you're going to be like, oh yeah, the left boss in this game is actually your mom. I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> dude, I never Final knew boss, that. So, but mom. you know, like, no, there's not a whole lot to me. Like there's some games where they were very story driven that you don't want it to be spoiled for you. And that's the thing, right? Like you don't want to be like, yeah, dude. In the evil within one, you're the evil within. No, no. So, but like, I did yeah, not I see think that spoilers. Coming. It depends. It really depends. If someone comes up to me and yeah. goes, "Yeah, Master Chief's dead," I'm like, finally. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, if if a kid spoils something for me, I'm not gonna be that mad. But I mean, I'm only gonna smash his head against the sidewalk. Yeah, twice, maybe, as, maybe like, five or six times. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so that's that one. Um, the next question I have from these guys here is, uh, do you skip cutscenes and learn about the lore later? Which I think is complete blasphemy. And I cannot stand people who cut cutscenes. If you cut cutscenes and don't listen, to, watch them or listen to them or anything at all, you are missing out on a huge part of the I game. I skip cutscenes after I've played through it the first time. Makes perfect sense. But yeah. as far as the first time, 
Because no. I know people like that. They just skip it. I don't care about the cutscenes. No, you can't. So you don't care no. about the goddamn game then. Exactly. exactly. Psychopath. Yes. So when you kill people. When you skip a cutscene in any game, it doesn't matter what game you're, you're skipping it in, oh, except for Call of so Duty. Mad. Um, oh, my like God. Like that, you know, the whole reason why you're playing that game is for story-driven mm-hmm. content, and you're just like, no, I just want to play the game. Like, okay. It's like, dude. Well, then it's you know what? The Why don't you die? So that's why I like games that don't allow you to skip in some areas. But it, that's that's the challenge they have, right? So if you can just integrate your cutscene into the story, so you make the cutscene a playable cutscene. Mm-hmm. I mean, like look at Fallout. Every cutscene's playable. Which Ooh. that is a beautiful thing. I mean, look at freaking Pokemon. Every cutscene's playable. So, you know. Um, but yeah, no. I I don't think you. Why did you spend eighty dollars in a game if you're gonna skip fucking cutscenes? You just it spend just eighty dollars. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's stupid. Like it, unless it's Call of Duty, then I get it. If you skipped Call of Duty cutscenes, it's like, what are you really missing? I, I, yeah. All right, we got to go over here. Whiskey Bravo's waiting for us. Whiskey. Who, who, who's Whiskey Bravo? Uh, Whiskey oh, Bravo. Mm, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so <laughs> Whiskey Bravo. Um, uh, well, like even for me, like playing um, like Rayman Legends. You know, like like Sam, a wonderful fiance, love her to death. But she always skips the boss reveal cutscenes in that game. And the the bosses are so great, and like I finally said, I was like, "Do not skip the cutscenes." He's like, "Why you care?" So I'm like, "I care." Like it just it drives me crazy. I came. For whatever reason. What to this cutscene? Yeah. But anyways, cutscenes oh. don't skip. No, or absolutely not. You, or you're, you're dead. To me, Simba, basically. you jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> anyways, um, next question I have from them is which fandom that you enjoy is lacking video game representation? Maybe a movie universe. Or Paper Mario. Needs- Paper Mario. Paper Mario. And Paper Mario. Really? It's locking it. I mean, like, canon Paper Mario, not this from, bullshit From a book star. or a movie, though, let's say. Oh, not from one that's a book or a movie? Game. So a movie that's missing it? I don't know. I think It's all- easy for me. It's so easy, and it is painful that it does not have more, because Adrian Chronicles of First Mage yes. is not a movie. No, and it's, it's, people are going to laugh when I say this. It's Star Wars. It's like, oh, well, Battlefront 2. No. Where's all the fucking Jedi games at, bro? How can you say that? I don't know. Like, EA just, doesn't me, count as like, Star Wars games. Yeah, I'm sorry. EA needs I mean. to just like take a dump like, where is, somewhere else where for is, once, like, and they won't. They'll keep taking a dump right on our chest. Can, like, so. can, like, can, can we just like take a second? Oh, to I thought you were talking about movies, though. Yeah, I am. The Star Wars movies? Yeah. Oh. They don't have... I feel like, like I'm saying that the Star Wars fandom doesn't have enough good representation in the gaming world. Oh, yeah. So the no. question was, yeah. It doesn't. I just think it's crazy that they don't have more. Um, I think Harry Potter doesn't have a good... I totally agree with. I that. feel like totally what they could do with Harry that. Potter would be very interesting because they can't, like I'm not like I'm not even joking when I I know that sounded kind of sarcastic when I said it sarcastic but um no it's very much Harry Potter could be such a big deal it could they could make like a same full with Lord of the Rings I don't yeah. think Lord of the Rings is portrayed properly totally agree like with they that. they're okay they're kind of getting there with Shadows of Mordor but there's still so much. I love the Third Age as well there's so much one. they need to do. And I feel like a, it'd be cool because they they have the Hobbit now too, and the Hobbit is such a big part. And I would love a great Hobbit game. And they did a Hobbit game for the GameCube, and it was very fun. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see it redone now to the point where it's, you know, that's Even one better. that's yeah. So they, they, there's that one, um, and of course Marvel. Marvel's a big time, yeah. big one, and they're not even close hitting their strides at all with what they can do. I mean. Uh, so much like come on come out with an iron man game already like come out with an iron man game god damn it somebody friggin do it like the origins of tony stark do it again i don't care if it's 
Tony, if it's freaking Robert Downey Jr. or some guy who looks like him, get him in there. Just make it allow happen. allow you to do these missions. Have free roam around the city in your Iron Man suit. Free roam around the freaking world would be amazing. That'd be amazing. And then you get to customize your suits. You get to find upgrades for your suits. You get to build them. You get to walk around just as you Tony have Stark. Music. You can just walk around as Tony Stark to do missions. And then all of a sudden, you want to freaking call your suit to you, and you just press a button, and your suit just goes and it flies to you. I would love to see this, and they never do it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy did get a little bit of love with the Telltale series. They got the Guardians of the but Galaxy. But they need more. But, for oh, sure. A Guardians of the Galaxy game where you could just fly through space, even if it was like Mass Effect-y. Can you imagine? EA, yeah. get on this. Get some rights. Take Mass Effect. I don't care if you slap a new coat of paint on it just to make it look like Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians That's, of the I'm Galaxy cool is yeah. Mass Effect. So just get Chris Pratt's voice acting in there. Do some fun missions. I don't care if they're repetitive and they've got some swanky ass like you know stuff going on where it's just like, Rocket, what are you doing? And then Rocket's like, shut the fuck up, Quill, I'm busy. <laughs> and then you just got Groot saying, I like, Groot. I am Groot. And then, you know, and you got Drax and he goes, if I stand perfectly still, no one will see me. Who's Drax? I'll know him as Batista. Dave Batista. Not just Batista. Batista. He's just Batista to me. Just like, I still can't believe the Batista. Just Batista's like Cena is TV. just Cena to you? Well, no. No, he's Batista's John wrestling Cena. name was just Batista. Anyways, anyway, those are those games. And next on. question. The next question I have from, from them is actually the last question from the uh, No Geeks Allowed podcast. Again, do, guys, thank do, you so very do, much do, for do, all the support do, and do. the great comments in that. And this is a, you're going to laugh. Uh, and I feel like this was one they especially chose for you. Ugh. Um, yes, I play Fallout. Play only Nintendo label games for the rest of your life or only text-based adventure games. Text-based adventure games. Same. Text-based like fucking in adventure a games. That's not even that's not even a good kill her, marry her scenario <laughs> thing. Like a better one here. I'll just shoot this right back. Okay. So Nintendo Labo for the rest of your life. Or you die. <laughs> a campfire simulator. You choose campfire simulator. Campfire simulator. Yeah. So no, uh, see, that's not a good one either. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, this is the fish one you're gonna ask them, and I want them to respond to us. Nintendo Labo for the rest of your life. Or RuneScape free play. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Free play. Free play. No membership, not even on your life. You got it. You're stuck in free play. Oh, and still, that's like shit. nice. That's like saying nicely because you can still level your character up in free play. You can. But. but. I only played free play when I was a kid. So. I mean, honestly, I think it's a no brainer. The only shitty part is you don't have internet. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you can log in and have no internet on RuneScape, or you have to play Nintendo Labo for the rest of your life. So basically, just look at the RuneScape, RuneScape screen. loading screen, or Nintendo Labo. I it's a no brainer for me. RuneScape, obviously. Neither. I just walk away and just shoot myself in the head. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> so, yeah. that was a, that's a good question. I really enjoyed it, but I think he gave me way way too much room with the text based thing because obviously I'm just gonna play what's it called Zorn or whatever. yeah Zork or whatever Zork. I would just play Zork forever. <laughs> and Zork there's is, other ones too that are there are yes. Mobile games you come stuff. to a tree. What do you do? <laughs> I came to a tree. What's this? You say it means you're in front of a tree. Oh, <laughs> what do you I do now? You say do I play with trees on motorcycles? No, Jack. You just you you type in an instant command and it'll oh look i'm hugging the tree now i'm a tree hugger you say oh god yeah so no oh my god that's it that was an interesting question but yeah definitely the text base for sure yeah so shout out again to the no no Geeks me and you podcast. just knew right away we were just like text yeah. base so no, we didn't even have to question. think about it 
Excuse me, not even a question. So, um, what was the question you had earlier? I, I think oh, it's now it's my turn. Now. Okay, so, yes. so <clears throat> I have a question because this has been coming up a lot, and so you know of the Mandela effect. Have you heard of that? The Mandela um, effect. It's an effect. Okay, so the Mandela effect is when you think something has happened in your universe and you're almost 100% sure it's happened and it happens to other people all the time where it's not just you, but other people have thought <clears> this, <throat> but it never happened. Okay. It was complete fiction, but for some reason in your mind, you were 100% sure it happened. So it's called the Mandela effect because Nelson Mandela. You know of Nelson Mandela? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yes, so lots of people thought he died. He did. Years ago. Yeah, and he did. But he was in prison, right? Mm -hmm. But lots of people will claim that he's dead. And they still to this day think he's dead because that's what they th thought. So the Mandela effect happens with other things where it's like a great example was I was reading one the other day. There's Muppet Babies and the Muppets. So in the Muppets, there's a character named Scooter. And Muppet Babies, there's a character named Skeeter. And Skeeter is his sister who looks exactly like him, but she never actually is in the real adult Muppets. And so it always threw him through a loop. And it's like, did this person, did this character exist or did this not? So what my thing is, is have you ever had a Mandela effect? And I know this doesn't really pertain specifically to the show, but have you ever had a Mandela effect where it's almost happened to you where you've done something or, you know, or you've had that thought where it's almost multiverse sort of theory. Like I had to have done this at some point. Where something has happened to you and you're like, wait a minute. And... You're like, am I in a different universe now? Because I swear to God that just happens, happens to me all the time. Yes. Okay. All the time. I literally, there was one instant. I will, this is a perfect example. I have this. It was a while ago, but mm -hmm. um, my other show, The Harder Show, um, I did uh, a couple episodes in a row because I, I, I think something was going on. I think Brandon was going on vacation. Yeah. So I needed to get some stuff done in advance for him. And I got it all done. Did my intro and outros. Everything was great. Mm -hmm. And I know I recorded an intro and outro for one of the episodes. I know I did. I remember doing it. I can walk myself through it in my brain. But then for whatever reason, there was not one uploaded. So I went in and there was no record of me doing it at all. And usually I can go back and look in the recent files and stuff and find it, even if I don't save it. And there was no record of it at all. So in one of the other multiverses, I had to have done it. You know what I mean? Because I know that that happened or like, you know, I'll think I put gas in my car and it's like, I know I put gas in my car. Yes. Why so, am I on empty? So this is a like, weird example for me. And this is why I bring it up is it happened the other day where I was kind of like, okay, like I have dreams, right? Mm -hmm. And my dreams are kind of vivid and they're real. And I feel like, okay, this is happening. And I'll wake up and I'll think about that dream. And I'm like, okay, that felt too real. Like I feel like this would have actually happened somewhere. And that's where my multiverse theory comes in is I feel like sometimes when you're dreaming, you're seeing another variant of you where yeah. something's happening. And then sometimes that stuff happens in real life that I've dreamt of. Yeah. Like I'll say, oh shit. Like somebody in my, someone in my yeah. life is going to quit or something from work. And then all of a sudden, a week or two later, they quit. And I'm like, what the fuck? So this happened to me the other day as a specific example. So it was like, let me think. My mother was cutting our backyard lawn. And she cuts the lawn. And I'm, I'm like, la, 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 la. And I'm watching her do it. And I'm sitting there. And, and then all of a sudden, I turn around. I go back in. Next day, I go back out. And the lawn's fucking just back again. And I was kind of like, no fucking no way. And I turn to my mom. I'm like, didn't you cut the lawn yesterday? And she's like, no. Like, when was the last time you cut the lawn? And this literally happened either two days apart. Like, so she cut it one day and then two days went by. 
And then on the third day, I was like, whoa, holy crap. And it was like fully grown again. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was killing me was like, I don't get it because she cut it. And when she had cut it, I watched her cut down all these dandelion stems. They were all dead dandelion stems, right? She cut them all down. And I know dandelions can grow back, but the stems don't grow back with the dead seeds on them, right? Especially dead ones. So that's where it kind of like threw me off. And I was sure she had done that. And that's when I started thinking, I'm like, I'm in another universe now. I have transferred to a, a, um, a different universe that is slightly similar to mine, but we are three days behind everything. And it started to freak me out. And now, ever since this happened, I've been like, I watch her move on and I wait to see how long it takes. And it's fine now. It takes about a week for it to grow back at this point or like a couple days. But it was so freaking fast. It was like two days and I noticed it right away. I was like, wait a minute. Can you cut one? She's like, no, I haven't done that for a week. I was like, no, but you cut these, these dandelions down. And it freaked me out and it tripped me out. And I was like, I swear to God, I saw her doing it. And then she started doing it again, like literally that day. Cause I made a comment about it and I was just like, Oh, I threw me through that. Anyways. Yeah. That was my question. Do you believe in multiverse theory? <laughs> I wasn't sure what, where you were going to go with the question. And that was not at all what I thought, but that was an interesting question. Cause it, it does happen though, for sure. I believe there are multiple hotter and cases out there that are not together. I believe there are multiple hotter and cases that record better podcasts than us. I don't. Well, that's because you're foolish. Okay. I know there's other hotters out there. I've met them. They're good guys. <clears throat> Except for the one guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of a dick. He's kind anyway, of a dick. evil hotter, I call him. So um, we have another question here uh, from a buddy of ours, uh, Mr. Prog Rocker. Uh, he has a really interesting question, actually, and it is as followed. Tomorrow morning, you wake up beside your buddy in the game you last played co-op mode in. What game is it? Who is beside you? And are you guys going to live or die? So we'll do you and I because okay. here. Okay. So the last game we played co-op in, which was the game, Kaz? Super Mario Odyssey. Are we going to live or are we going to die? Well, obviously we'll live. Yeah, because you're Mario and I'm Hatter. You're a freaking flying hat. I'll We're be awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's a go. No, that's my line. That's- you're just what a hat. You go, waha. That's literally the sound you make. Wow. You just, waha. Can I make comments? <laughs> you always make comments. You're like, hey, look, we got enough power moons. Let's take the Odyssey. Listen, the you one. fuck. <laughs> Listen, you little shit. Listen, you little shit stain of a fucking Mario. Hey, that's offensive. Don't you mean. Don't talk to me yeah. like about the bitch. Yeah, so well, sorry, what was you. the ending of it? So um, we would live. Oh, live or die. I feel like we'd be fine. We'd be I okay. Like I think we fine. would just like not stress ourselves out about saving Peach because she's a bitch and like who needs that? Who cares about Bowser Peach? can have her, like honest to God. Like I think I would just chill out with Hatter. We would go to like we would probably just go to New Donk City and chill. <laughs> we would. You know, I would just jump around with him. Um I mean he can basically turn me into anything I need to turn into. So if I want to take over a Goomba or whatever, uh that'd be that'd be cool. Um, what was the game? What was the last game we played before that co-op mode? Probably Smash Bros. Yeah, if we were in so, Smash yeah, we'd be Bros. Fun. We'd die. We'd be, we'd be dead and we wouldn't be friends because we'd just be like, yeah. I'd be like, personally, I prefer the air. And then you'd be like, yeah, we'll prefer this motherfucker. And I'd be gone into the air and that'd be the end of it. And I'd be like, Wah! and it'd be like, yeah. this game's winner is a crying man who just killed his best friend. And it'd be you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yeah. be doing? so I, I'm sorry we hadn't have played uh, better games. Froggy, because I'm, I'm sure that the answer would have been maybe a little better, but just considering the games we played together lately, it's like, ah. nah. But that was a really great question. I read it and I was like, that's a sweet question. That is a good um, question. So thank you very much for that, my man. Appreciate if it. If it had been like, you know, Minecraft, our last co-op game, would we live or die? It would have been like, so when you make a giant 
cocking balls out of gold in Minecraft. That'd be you. And I'd be over there actually building a house. And I'd be like, I'd build a studio. Potter, what are you doing? I just built a studio. We can't record in that studio. There's no recording equipment. I'll yeah, well, we can at least write it down in books. Today, Hotter and Cows record a podcast. It's actually a book cast. Anyways, yeah, no. A book cast? But yeah, so. Uh, I'm going to trademark that. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Prague, for that. Uh, the next set of questions I have is from uh, the heel Ryan Wood, my co-host on the Mikes and Beers podcast and all-around good guy. Um, he would like to know, after E3, which company is looking to make the biggest impact in the console wars? As of right now, I think Sony kind of has them beat because of the announcement of their new console that's going to be coming eventually. I think they have the most hype surrounding them right now, in my opinion. But then again, Nintendo's very close second. Yeah, no, definitely Sony, I would say. Because, like, Nintendo really... I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it because I'm mustered up. Okay, so we know that Ubisoft literally crashed into a podium and burned. Um, Nintendo missed their mark other than the fact that they were like, hey, look what we have, everybody. We have a brand new Super Smash Brothers game and it's got every character in it. And then Sony was all like, we aren't really announcing anything new because we already announced all our new stuff, but that's okay because you're going to buy our new stuff. Spider-Man, Last of Us Part 2, other games that are rips-offs of Destiny and are no microtransactions. No microtransactions till Monday. Monday, but yeah, no. Um, then there'll be microtransactions again after Monday. Monday but yeah, Monday. no, I think definitely Sony, it, yeah. and in regards to the console wars, you can't really call it a war. I think it's just called like a console democracy right now at this point. Because they're all kind of working together, which is cool. Yeah, like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like the U.S. is all like, we're the United States of America. And that's like Microsoft, where they think they're better than everybody, and they think they've got everything under control. And then you've got, of course, you've got Nintendo over here, who's kind of like your, um, you're like, what would, what would you consider Nintendo? Nintendo's kind of like basically like North Korea. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like haha, don't mess with us, man. We got the, we got the nukes. We're ready. That's not how North Korean sounded at all, but I'm just using that. And then you've got Sony, who's Japan, and they're just like, yo, man, what's up? We're Japan. What's going on? So they're not really, like, in a war, I wouldn't say. I'd say they're more in just, like, this weird, like, stage of it's just like, Mm -hmm. okay, can we get through this without this democracy falling apart? I feel like the answer is no. (laughs) I feel like Obviously, you're going to see death. Okay, so, like, here's the thing. Nintendo has enough money in their bank. They will never go bankrupt in a million years. So Nintendo could stay afloat for as long as they need to stay afloat. That's fine. So we know Nintendo's not going to go anywhere. And even if they did go somewhere, it'd be weird to have a gaming world without Nintendo. I think there would always be strives to keep Nintendo alive. Microsoft has enough money to keep the Xbox going for as long as they want. They could literally make five Sony new has Xbox enough. Did you say Sony or Microsoft? Microsoft. I thought you said Sony no, no, no. the Xbox. Xbox has, like, what? Microsoft has enough money yeah. to stay away. Sony, on the other hand, I don't really know. They're a big company. They're not just a gaming company. They make other they things. They have enough money to keep themselves I'm pretty going, sure. So there's sure. a huge triangle of that. Now, it's Ubisoft I'm concerned about. If they keep doing stupid press conferences like that, there will be a world <laughs> war, and it will be their fault. It'll be called WWUB Soft. World War UB. Yes, World War UB. And when they create that war, it's going to be terrible for every console. <laughs> it's going to be Because sh- Ezio Auditore will die that day. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's my answer to that. Um, he would also like to know after recent announcements and latest releases, which is proving to be a bigger thing in gaming remakes or sequels? Oh, 
I um, personally think sequels. I think that uh, considering that, you know, there was a lot of sequels announced. Um, I think Beyond that people Evil like, 2. Yeah, what's the other one? The Division 2. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft takes a number two. <laughs> the Last of Us 2. The Last of Us Part 2. Part 2, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so remakes and Potter sequels. Potter and Cat, Two Guys in the Game, DLC Part 2. No, uh, so remakes and sequels, uh, that's an interesting one. Because you can, sometimes you're going to get, you're going to get good remakes that people want. And then you're going to get sequels that people want. And it's just like, okay, so remakes are easy for a game company because it's basically saying here, we put a fresh coat of paint on this. Boom. We know you'll buy it. We got the, we've got the results here. It's going to be good. They were to go to it tomorrow and be like, Hey, guess what? Here's Ocarina of time again for your switch. Completely remastered again. People would be like, really? I'm still going to buy it. They still buy it. But but then uh, if they make a sequel and they go, Here's a sequel to Super Mario Odyssey. It's Super Mario Odyssey 2. And it's completely shit. And they fucking wasted all their money, their resources, their time. Yeah. And that's why remakes are so common nowadays. And they're so easy to get out of a company. You don't really have to beg a company for a remake. You really don't. You don't. They already have it in the back of their head. That's why when it's like a couple years ago, I was like, bring us Gen 3. We want the Gen 3 remake. And they were getting all angry. And then... My one friend was just like sitting there really calm and he was just like, they will come. What? I said, they will come. What? They will come. What? They will come out. Oh, with the Gen 3 makes. And everybody was like, are you 100% sure? And he goes, look at their, look at the track. Listen, my children. All it's going to take is them to do this and it'll be done. And they did. And they came out with it and blah, blah. And that's why it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, give us a Sinnoh remakes. It's like, okay, guys, shut the fuck up. Stop Let them get some Pokemon remakes. games yeah. out. The remakes will come when they come. What? They will come when they what? Anyways, I've done that enough. <laughs> so, um, that's that's the thing. It's like remakes. They're easy. They're affordable. Gaming companies don't have a lot of risk involved. When they make a sequel nowadays, it is very difficult. That's why a lot of gaming companies will not make a sequel. Or if they do, it's usually shit. It's in the in the sense of it being a sequel, it is a number two, a big number two, big old steamy number two. Now that being said, South Park has not failed us yet, and That's they true. never will. I That's think they true. won't. And it's the same with the Elder Scrolls; they have not failed us yet. Followed has not failed us yet. Seventy six. <coughs> we'll see. And um, well, like sixty nine. Zelda hasn't really failed us with sequels. Mario has had its ups and it's had its downs. That's not funny. He's trying to make a joke there. So yeah, <laughs> sequels aren't always bad if they're done right. Mm-hmm. But when remixes they're forced, are always, uh, yeah. and, and especially when they're like popped out every day, it's like, okay, you know what? After the fourth kid, you're going to stop loving your children. It's simple <laughs> as that. Okay. You'll love the first one. You love the second one. The third one's getting a bit tiring. The fourth one, you're like, why did I do this? And the fifth, sixth and seventh kid are just basically bonus packs like DLC that you don't really ever get to. And they just kind of sit there and collect dust. So that's my honest opinion about sequels and remakes. Hope you enjoyed that. I've been to Kaz. Peace. No, I'm joking. We're not done yet. Okay, good. We are not done yet. Okay, guys. So we're going to take a quick second to give a much-needed shout-out to our good friend, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Whether you guys need T-shirts, logos, business cards, phone manipulation, custom art, anything like that, Jason is your guy. You've seen our logo. You've seen how awesome it is. Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. Go there right now. Right now, guys, just don't just pause the podcast. Jaber <laughs> Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> <laughs> so one quick question from him as well. He wants to know what our gaming snacks are. And for me personally, he knows this, but uh, 
Me personally, it is usually beer or some kind of uh, soft drink, uh, usually a nice Coors Banquet or a nice Diet Coke or Pepsi. Um, uh, Kaz, I almost called you Steve for some reason. Steve! Uh, Kaz, <laughs> Kaz is uh, posing like the Statue of Liberty with his phone and beer can. You guys can't see it. Um, no, but uh, I'm a big fan of, so I, I like chewing. As weird as I noticed that if I put anything yeah. in front of TJ, I've been doing an experiment lately. If I put anything in front oh of TJ, God. he chews it. So he's so today I bring him food and he's just like, or yesterday I bring him food and he's just like, yeah, man, I'm really hungry. And I'm like, yeah, I brought you a burger. He's like, no, 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 man, it's your food. I'm like, no, dude, I actually bought you a burger. He's like, would you actually buy me a burger? Oh, and he starts well, eating then it. I, then I feel bad if I don't eat it. You, you know, feel bad if you don't eat it? You yeah. just take it home later. I don't See, care. I, I don't play that. I'm anyway, so then I bring him a Baconator tonight and he goes, oh, Baconator. He's like, yeah, I'm not really hungry. Nom, 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 As I'm nom, eating the bacon. And I'm just like, yeah. uh, yeah. I have okay, a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> it's called food addiction. I, I, the sad part is it's probably true. It's okay. Day. Anyway, no. Like, so for me, like when I'm at work um, and I have like, if I'm working on something that's really challenging to me, I will literally go. To the market. To the market or somewhere. And, and open get, something like, a up without well, paying I mean, for it. No. Uh, I'm taking this. <laughs> I'm taking this couch. No, I'm just I'm taking this. I'm taking this apple. I don't even like apples. No, but like, I'll, I'll go and get like a bag of gummies, or I'll get like some. I usually licorice. Just what I do. There's been more times where I've seen I've TJ been, go to the grill at Wendy's and just take a burger off the grill. <laughs> Are you gonna <laughs> eat this? Uh, no, it's for a customer. Cool. <laughs> that burger that was raw. Life. I don't fucking care. What do you mean? What's raw? I prefer SmackDown. Okay. okay. No, but seriously, like I just, so like, I like a lot of gummies and beef jerkies and things of that nature is what I like to do when I, cause it, hel- it helps me concentrate for whatever freaking reason. Uh, what about you guys? Do you have a preference or do you just kind of eat whatever the fuck when you're gaming? Gaming. Um, okay. So me, I uh, have a lot of stress in my life. So who doesn't, right? I mean, it's, you know, I take my life a little too seriously to the point where my stress actually does prevent me from eating. It's a very serious challenge. So I'm like the opposite of TJ where like he at least can eat. I, it's not that I choose not to eat. It's just, I cannot, I do not have an appetite most of the time. So I usually say I eat one meal a day. That's it. There's the odd day where I will wake up and I'll be like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I'm just going to eat this pizza. Oh, what, what's that? You're making chicken fingers. I'll eat some chicken fingers. What's that? So he probably shouldn't eating only the thing you eat today. You should be eating like good food. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I'm not. As long as you're eating something. I'm eating, as long as I get some sustenance in me and everything like that, that's fine. But like, (laughs) I don't feel the need to eat because of my stress. So yeah, no, gaming snacks for me, it's kind of like whatever. It's, I don't really have gaming snacks. I'd say beer is probably my gaming snack. Beer, yeah. Um, Definitely beer. I do like to drink when when I game as well. Yeah, like there's nothing like chilling with a beer and then like shooting them up some bad guys or smacking people with your hat or killing a guardian in slow motion while you're completely hammered. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to do this while I'm sober in real life. I'm going to go do it right now while I'm drunk. And then I go up on top of my house with a bow and I'm like, come get me guardian. And I jump off the roof and I shoot the guardian. And then I wake up the next day and I'm fine because I was drunk. So nothing hurts when you're drunk. And I look out in the street and there's a bunch of cars with arrows in them. And I'm like, shoot. Literally. So yeah, no. Ha ha. I don't really have a lot of snacks for gaming. <clears throat> ah, well, so hopefully that answer your question, Ryan. Thank you very much for the questions, man. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, the next question we have here, we got three more questions left for you guys here today. Um, next one is from our boy Martin Perez from Podbeard Network. 
Um, he would like to know, and unfortunately, this might kind of be a, a quick one for us. Um, what are your thoughts on esports? Me personally, I don't watch them. I have zero interest in them at e-sports. all. What's an yeah. esport? Like video game competitive. Oh, video okay. Game I was gonna say like, like EA e-sports. Sports. Um, I'll no, give like you e-sports. my opinion on EA Sports. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I didn't even want to waste the energy. Cash right on the floor. Uh, no, like esports. You know, so you know what I'm talking about now, right? Yes, like yes, yes, yes. Gaming stuff. Yeah, I just I don't watch it, but like I'm not gonna hate on it or anything. It's just I'm not I'm not a fan of it personally. I just I have no desire to. I'm not a I'm not a competitive gamer, so I just I really don't care that much. But no hate on it. I just I don't care. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I think it. it's like you know what? Um, it's great because you know. Uh, you work your ass off really hard to play a game. You get really good at it to the point where you're so competitive that you're actually better than everybody else around you. And that's really cool because that's something about gaming is you want to be the best, or at least that's where it originally came from. Arcade gaming was like, put your name up on the leaderboard, be the best. And that kind of fell out of t- touch when consoles became a thing and gaming just became whatever. And, and nobody be, was the best anymore until they held the competitions that they're holding, right? So esports sort of kind of holds that. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? holds in sort of a nostalgic thing that mm-hmm. comes with gaming. So I can understand the the relevance of it. Now, that being said, when esports comes into it where you have competitive gamers like Call of Duty and Street Fighter, and these things are very big, that's a difference to me where I'm like, why it's so widely watched. I don't understand people who are interested in watching. Now that people are competing, I get why I get you're that competing. More, yeah. And I understand that. But when you're in recording and everything at like that we watch sports because they're actually doing something in sports. When you're watching somebody play a video game, it's kind of like I could just go over to my buddy's house and, and do, do this. That. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it's the competitiveness. And then the competitiveness but... is interesting and everything. And I guess it's more interesting when you're like, oh, yeah, okay. But at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, I get the concept. Okay. It's important that we have the best player in the world of a game. Like, that's cool to me. That person's earned it. Like, they've worked their butt off. They've put their entire life into this. They've wasted their life. In fact, they don't even have a life. And they're just like, yeah, I don't need any communication with any other human being ever. I've accepted defeat. What is love? What is... Baby, don't hurt me. You know, what is this? Don't hurt me. I'm just joking around. I think it's... No more. I think... It's not something I watch. It's not something that entertains me, but I think it's interesting. And I think in my position, if yeah, I were in the sure. shoes of those people and I was like, oh, I'm going to be the best at Smash Brothers or bring it on Pokemon. Yeah. But I don't want people recording me be like, okay, here's Kazuma Jones, day one of his Pokemon tournament. So what's your first team going to be, Kaz? Uh, 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 we'll get back to you. Anyways, yeah, no. So. Well, yeah, basically, uh, to sum up both our answers, uh, we don't, we're not into it, but no hate. Um, so Martin, thank you much for that question, man. Definitely appreciate it. And all the, uh, all the support brother. Um, yep, so keep questioning last, things. Yes. The last two questions we have are from our buddy and, uh, the official, uh, number one motorized windblower of the century. Yes. Uh, Mr. Dylan Hunter. Uh, he would like to know, even though I'm pretty sure he knows the answers to these questions, I think he was just trying to be helpful. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Because I was like, they're good questions, but I was like, you already know these answers. He's you like, already know we do cocaine at least three times a day, I mean, Dylan. Fuck. <laughs> oh, he would like to know um, if we will be doing any live streams on Twitch of either gaming or live podcasts in the future. Uh, short answer, absolutely. 
It's just a timing thing. It's honestly all, all it TJ's fault. It is. I will I'm just say, yes. I'm not the problem. I'm available most of the time. Um, but TJ has decided to go and get married. And then, you know, he makes excuses up every week. Like, oh, I can't do the podcast today because I'm working and my fiance's home. And then TJ also makes the excuses that his family comes into town once a month, which I'm like, TJ. Once a month? Like once every six TJ, years. TJ, you're... <laughs> You don't have family. Ka- Kaz likes to make excuses like I'm tired. Because I actually am. And it's important. Not everybody gets to go like, hey, I'm going to do a 12 to 6 and then come back in at 4 o'clock in the morning. And then so, kind of podcast right after after being up for 23 hours straight. Dumbass. Two podcasts to be exact. Yes. No. Live, live We're just gaming taking the piss out of each other. Will, live gaming will come out eventually. It's just, it's going to be basically like this. It's going to be like this. Okay. It's going to be... Hi, I'm Kaz, and I'm the producer, and we're two guys in a game. Why? Because TJ's busy raising two children. Well, yeah, they're right there. Exactly. That's what I pointed to two children. my cats. And (laughs) no, we we will try and do a live game, and we've talked about it a lot. We do want to, and I think what's going to happen is we're just going to have to make that push. We Mm -hmm. definitely want to do it with um, Smash Bros. When the new Smash Bros. Ultimate comes out, we want to just goof around, and we want to do it with a lot of people. We want to have Nathaniel, who's been on the podcast with us. Great guy. Shout outs to him. Um, really enjoyed having him on, have him on again soon. And, uh, the and, producer, of course, and the producer, and we've got a lot of other people we want to integrate into Lots of people into our stuff. And we definitely will do some live gaming and it's not even just going to be like these multiplayer games. We want to do like, obviously we want to have commentaries. Yeah. We want to do some commentary ways. off of stuff like that's just completely a goof on everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so definitely. Where we want to go. It will definitely happen. It's just a matter of it may not be this year. It may not even be next year. It's just going to be know. very difficult yeah. because it isn't a lot of extra work for us to cut mm-hmm. together that stuff once you involve video into it. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we might even just be able to goof around and do a live stream. Well, that's what I mean. I think at the end of the day, and us doing a live stream would be easy. It's if we want to start doing video because that's what I feel like we Live have stream do. would be easy. Yeah, it, it, because be then tricky, it's unedited. It's raw. We just take the video, post it, whatever, boom, mm-hmm. and put it up online. And if we really want to, Brandon can just bleep us wherever he wants. Yeah. Like, all right, and Kaz makes a racist comment here. Bleep that. And, of course, he said something about abortion yeah. here. And, of course, he's like, like, live streaming is hard. And too, he brought know? up politics here. Bleep him there. Because, like, I've done a few live podcasts, and, like, it's, it's tricky. It's a whole other animal. But uh, I think it would be cool if we do start doing a Twitch thing eventually to then do podcasts on that. That could be cool. So hopefully that answers your question, Dylan. Uh, definitely. But if it just, didn't, sure well, when. you know what? We tried. We did our best. We okay? do our best, man. Um, We're both about to fall asleep on our mics. <laughs> um, so the last question that we have here from Dylan, as well as for our Q&A here. Thank you very much, everybody, who's gave in questions for it. Definitely appreciate it. Um, if you guys send us questions for some reason still after this is uploaded, um, I will still answer them, or I will ask Kaz, and we will still answer them for you. Just we won't be doing it on the podcast. <laughs> so Ever again. If you, the still last have, time. if you still have questions, hit us up. Well, I was I was really happy with all the questions we got, so I definitely think we'll do this again again one day. Um, but Dylan would like to know, will you guys have more guests on? And the answer to that is absolutely. Yes. For sure. We love guesses. We love guesses so much. We love I like guessing. guessing what um, like I'm, I'm going to guess the number that I'm thinking of right now. 22. Wrong. Jesus. It was seven. You idiot. Jackass. Ow. Anyways, no. Um, guests, yes. 
We will have more guests on in the future. We are starting to broaden our horizons with that. This yes. podcast is no longer just a baby. It is more of a growing toddler, I would say, at this point. I'd say at this would point. Would you agree with sure, me on that? Sure, it's I a think growing toddler. We've gotten a, like, I've gotten my confidence, like I said, into this podcast. This podcast has done a lot for me, not confidence-wise, like outside of this, but to hear my own voice and to come to terms with, I sound like a jackass, I am a prick, I get it. But you know what? Suck it. We get results. So... Um, like I would even at the point now where I'll say this to you, and this is a big thing is like, at the end of the day, you know, as much as I don't like to say this, the way it's going to come off, it sounds like me being a, a braggy prick. Like I, I've been at this for a while. And like, so I know like, okay, if I know if we were to have a guest on and for some reason I wasn't able to make the recording and it was just, oh, you he and them, always and we does this depressive do shit. If, I, I if there was something to happen to me, if I were to get into a car accident and I were to die, I want you to have the podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Though. All you I'm saying have is the podcast. I think that you just take care of Simba and Steve and Brandon. He can't live on his own. <laughs> Brandon. Is <laughs> dead? Cool. Oh, no fuck. more podcast okay. shit. Shit. All right. Okay. No, no. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I get I it. Like, buddy. yeah, like I, I, I definitely, I, I feel like I can handle it now. Like I can bring people on and I, I want to branch out into that and, uh, making sure that, you know, we can, we can bring more people on here. And, and there's lots guests. of people like in our immediate life, but also like there's other podcasts, like the drinks with Larry crew. We've talked about that. Yeah, I would love to integrate. Some some doing with and I think we're going to start, before. we're going to start doing that now. I mean, yeah. like 30 episode 30, here we are, you know, we're, we're doing a Q and a, we've got, we've got like, you know, it, we're picking up and it's, it's fun to do these podcasts. We try to bring out fresh and excited caught it with uh, like every week and just like to keep it fresh. And, you know, we've come up with so many funny things on the show and we've done so many things and we've learned a lot. Like TJ has been taught a lot of pop culture. He's done a lot of terrible gaming news. Um, <laughs> mostly terrible, gaming mostly news. terrible gaming news where he's like, well, let's just look on IGN or GameSpot. Oh, look at, this xbox came out with a new controller and uh, it's just like that's not gaming news it's called i don't gaming want to talk shit. about that so let's move on um i think for having new guests on yes we will get there once we meet these people we meet so many people every day and we're just like oh you're a gamer and they're like yeah um, everyone has a story everyone's got this know? story so. and uh but this is our podcast this is our story and uh, story yeah and uh no but we're definitely gonna have nathaniel back on soon so look forward to that that episode's coming up in a in a while we're gonna we don't know when but it, he will be back it on. will happen again and it'll great. be to discuss great. with stuff um look forward to more brandon in our episodes. Be i really yeah. like i personally want to do more brandon because after hearing his dlc and just how excited he can get he definitely has a place on this podcast like yeah. He's definitely not just production wise. Two guys in a game is just a title because it's really when it comes down to it, it is three guys. He is, he is a he's on there with yeah. us and like listening to how exciting and gushy he gets about mm -hmm. it. He he does really respect this podcast. So you for can sure. tell like, more well, than more than other podcasts. Like he hates the hotter show. He actually sure. hates the hotter show <laughs> so much. Um no, but like in the end of the day, like we need to give Brandon a big shout out for everything because without him, yeah, for sure, one hundred and fifty thousand percent, this podcast would not be where exactly. It is. Yeah. He he has had so many ideas for content, yeah, for all the little spots you hear and stuff. That's all him. He, yeah, he, he guides is, us. It he, really is three guys in a game. Yeah. It's not just yeah. He he guides us. You know he he puts us in check sometimes. He puts me in check. You know when yeah. he needs to. You know, and it's just you can't put Casador you know, in a corner. But Brandon can. 
Brandon can play Asimov in a corner if he wants. Brandon can put Kaz in a corner. If Brandon says he doesn't like something, I just go, oh, okay, changing. But that it's right a respect now. thing, you know, like it's a respectful thing. Yeah, yeah. So, and then like um, on the topic of like, sorry, I don't know if we've gone off with. Oh, so yeah, so that's basically the podcast question answered. Who we're gonna have yes. more guests on, and we will have more people, and some of them might not be even gaming podcasts later. We might just have people on who are just gonna be like, oh, you know. I'm John Cena, and we'll be like, okay, you suck, get out of here. So no, but um, on the note of shouting people out and thanking people, I'd also like to just say uh, for the fact that um, where we've gotten to with our podcast, our logo and the animation style yes. that has gone with making and revamping the podcast since it's first come out. Um, uh, Jason Reese, he's Jaber amazing. Arts, yes. Mr. Jaber Digital Arts himself. Uh, so yeah, you know. That was a big thing for us too when we got that rebrand. Our logo is incredible. Yeah, that was a big thing for and us. And it's, you know, he's done so great with the animating us. And it's not just that logo. Like he has animated our faces in different positions. Like TJ literally has like a file I on a his computer for the memes. For stuff, the memes, you yeah. see them how we have our different facial expressions, and I think it's just hilarious looking at them and the way that he he has uh, artistically done that. And he's put like so much effort into it. And, really and you has, can even yeah. tell that he loves it too. Like he, he enjoys yeah. it because of the effort. And like, actually TJ has an envelope from him. That's right. And I it's got I've... his animated yeah. hotter on it. And I'm just like, wow. Like just above and beyond. It's gone above, above and, beyond. and beyond. So, you yeah. know, yeah. So thanks to him, like, like he's amazingly supported us in that way of like giving us the exact animation For we sure. wanted. And our, like our logo is incredible. It is such a unique logo, but it really captures me and TJ. I totally, I totally, well, it doesn't capture TJ, it captures harder. Sorry, it captures uh, some random fat guy who sits on a couch by some random nerdy looking guy. God damn right. God fucking yeah, damn it, Kaz, yeah. you ruined the podcast again. Fuck. But yeah, so thank you, Mr. Jaber Digital Arts. <laughs> I mean, Appreciate it, buddy. Jay thank Reese, you very yeah. much. See ya. For, for serious, though, seriously appreciate it. Thank you, yeah. man, for everything. Um uh so i guess so like i guess we forgot to do it's now time for some shout outs shout out initiating you stole my bit anyway get into the yeah there you go buddy if you're gonna steal my shit do it right and cut it so um i want to give a shout out cast doesn't listen to tj or hotter um i want to give a shout out again to um you know, everybody who has supported this podcast in one way or another, most of the people who are like genuinely really supporting us big time, uh, the no geeks allowed the real rant podcast, um, still loading podcasts, life is casual gamers, drinks with Larry, bum wine, Bob, the bearded geeks, Roman pod and cast ultimate gravity show. Um, all of the pod beard network, of course, all our buddies there. Thank you guys all very much for all the support. Um, you guys are all amazing in your own way, even if it's just been retweets and stuff like that. You know, um, we seriously appreciate it. The, all the hashtag pod and family, all the hashtag gaming pod squad. You know, it, we really have an amazing community around us, and it's something that's uh, that's very humbling to us, to you know, ordinary gamers that started off this podcast because we just love doing it so much, and we were aiming to, you know, if we can entertain one person. And we can help one person, maybe if they're having kind of a shitty day or something. You know what I mean? I think that's, uh, at the end of the day, that's the goal we're trying to do. And as much as we do love to do it, we're doing this to entertain people. And I feel that we definitely hit the nail on the head with that. I, I think we definitely have way more hits than we do misses. That's the damn thing. Yeah. And I do this, I do this podcast for me. 
to be completely honest. I'm not trying to be selfish or anything. I love talking with TJ though, and he gives he sets me up, and I can knock him down. And uh, this is this is a dream of mine to be able to just put my put my voice out on the air and be, come on here and to do do the voices i you know i love doing the voices of all these characters and you know like oh look hey it's it's rick and then you know and you just you get to come on and do these simple voices that are just like people just don't get how you do them and that's the fun thing about it it's just like just to have that question asked is my favorite thing like how do you do that like how can you possibly how do you like i mimic people and they just go oh geez like how do you do that you're gonna get sued one day for doing that right if we do we do screw it and i'm like yeah, no that's easy for you times. you you and me getting sued yes screw it. but me personally getting sued no i'm not getting sued for doing voices okay i do voices <laughs> all right and i love doing voices because it's just it it's almost like when you do a voice for somebody or you 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 know you create a voice and create that character it almost brings life to another uh, uh, another person and it's almost this just it's just this weird it's hard to explain how what it does for you and what it does for people like when you bring a voice and you can talk to yourself with this voice you can just enjoy it and uh and you can entertain people by doing it and people go whoa yeah i know that voice and then when you come up with new voices they're like what the heck was that voice where did that voice come from it doesn't even make sense but it's funny because you just came up with it and I, that's what I love about being on a podcast is I get to experience this fun and this like, you know, this joyful experience where I get to be myself. I get to do what I want. But at the same time, I, I'm starting to realize that what I want and what I get to do isn't just fun for me. And it's not just like, oh, you know, is this going to be something? Is this somebody actually going to listen? It's now it's basically like people are listening. What I do, people do is fun yes. and I just try to have fun. And that's literally what I do. And I can be critical to TJ and I can be the jackass, but it's all it's all just for fun and games, and it's That's just to exactly. play, you know. At the end of the day, you know, Casado Jones and Hodder are quote unquote. Characters. At the end of the day, somebody's gonna lose an eye, and it's gonna be me. You're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, I think that's it for us, Casador Jones, my good friend, my my confidant, my tag team partner, my the the, the yes, it has it has Luigi. been a journey. Yes. Um, so I'm glad that we get to end it here because I'm really tired in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I hope we are not back next week. Ha ha. Ha ha. No, I'm just joking. Talk uh, on you. We're not. No. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, but all seriousness, guys, thank you very much for all the support. Be heard yeah. to that, so hit that subscribe button. If you have not, leave us a like, follow us on all the social medias. You know them all by now. You know where to listen to yes. us. So go to hit those places, up. listen to us, spread the word, hotter and Kaz. 70 more episodes. 70 more episodes. It's official. We have to do it now. We, we just, have no choice. Cartoon Network and Adult Swim greenlit it. Um, yes. Thank you, Cartoon Network. And thank you, Nintendo. And thank you, Simba. For and thank you, Steve. All the shit you do for our podcast. Space to just show up shit. and interrupt it. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I've been Kaz. And I've been Hotter. And thanks for listening to episode 30 of Two, Two Guys, guys in, in a, a Game. game. Bye, everybody.